G'day and welcome to On The Esky and Aussie Sports Podcast where we like to wrap up the week slash fortnight that was in the wide world of sports. We like our Aussie shit, we like a little bit of overseas shit. Uh, unofficially brought to you by Capital Brewing, we're <laughs> two and a half cases to go now. So Just uh, leftover from the wedding. Thereabouts. Boys, I'm excited. I'm uh, I'm half chub, half Nick, <laughs> half Nick chub at the moment because this is probably the biggest show in recent memory. Uh, cricket. What's, what's going on? Uh, well, might, might just, you know, glaze over the cricket. Not much happened. Australia uh, got rolled in three days to borderline cheaters. <laughs> <laughs> we'll discuss. We'll discuss. Uh, obviously, India win the first test in Nagpur pretty uh, convincingly. The Scorchers are the champions of the BBL. There's a little thing called the Super Bowl. That is happening tomorrow. Mm. My first Monday off for the Super Bowl in quite some time. I'm uh, a little bit excited for it. The <laughs> NBA. There's a bloke called LeBron James who has broken the scoring record. A little bit of uh, LeBron gear here, thanks to yep. uh, probably Canberra's biggest LeBron fan <laughs> in Trent Naden, friend of the show. Uh, lent us three of his 36 jerseys. Yeah, so he got a try last night. Yeah, so appreciate that. Right. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> distant relative, Brent Naden. <laughs> Uh, a few trades. Jeez, a few trades to discuss Very in the NBA. Very week in the NBA, yeah. Uh, EP- super teams coming up. Yeah, a few super teams. KD, Snake. Um, <laughs> EPL, Man City have been naughty boys. They've been naughty. Will mm. anything happen? I don't think so. Not and, in our lifetimes, probably. <laughs> no, probably not. Uh, and the final round, we have had a disappointing result, let's say, in UFC mm-hmm. 284 as Aussie fans, although... Uh, Alexander Volkanovsky going down to Islam Makachev. Uh, he he didn't disappoint any Aussies uh, given his uh, five-round effort. We'll, uh, mm. we'll break down the card uh, during our final round. Please remember we've got timestamps. You can just skip to the sports that you like or just watch the whole damn thing if you're a nuffy like us. And the Carlton Draft, D-R-A-F-T, you can get 20% off by using the code ESKY, E-A-E. S-K-Y. We're going to do an order with the AFL season upcoming. They've got some good yeah. gear. We like to start the show by shouting a beer. We might start with you, Shauna. Yes. Is it NFL themed this week? Yes, definitely. I was going, to th- I was thinking maybe I shout James a beer so he can turn that light on that's behind me. Uh, but I'm going to talk about the one in the corner. Okay, uh, I'm going to talk about uh, DeMarcus Ware. Mm-hmm. So DeMarcus Ware uh, was named into the Hall of Fame. Uh, predominantly a cowboy for most of his career before finishing, I think, with four years in uh, in, in Denver, or maybe it was three. Yeah. Uh, of course, winning his first Super Bowl with the Broncos to finish up his career um, and creating one of the best tandems uh, of pass rushes with Von Miller. Mm. So it was great to see him on his second year, I believe, of eligibility to get in uh, to be a Hall of Famer. So a beer on me, though, I think – uh, with the way he's tra- he drained and the way he lives his life and that rig, uh, I don't think he probably takes in too much alcohol. But uh, have a you know fruit juice on us then. Uh, one beer is not going to ruin the <laughs> six pack, is it? What, literally one beer. It can be a sip. Yeah. That's a slippery slope. Yeah, it is. <laughs> one leads to two, boys. Two brings three. Three brings four. Yeah, beers, wickets, same shit, is it not? Congratulations to Marcus Ware, uh, Hall of Famer. Yeah, and there's very yeah. interesting class overall for the Hall of Fame. A lot of guys that I guess when we got into the sport are now transitioning into yeah. the Hall of Fame. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there's a, a fair few there. And I guess if I hand over to Monks for his shout of beer, he's mm. got one as well. Yeah, yeah. So I'm shouting Ronde Barber a beer um, this week. Again, um, inducted into the Hall of Fame for t- uh, 2023. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, three-time more. All pro uh, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, really sort of 
was that key um, in the defense? I suppose. Well, the defense was lit when they won the Super Bowl back oh, in yeah. two thousand and one. Yeah. Played like um, sixteen seasons or something as well. So you had a yes, long yeah, long term. Uh, NFL record most consecutive starts by a defensive back: oh. uh, two hundred fifteen, uh, two hundred twenty-four, including playoffs. Uh, over his career, he score, uh, scored. Scored. Um, he got. 1,251 tackles, uh, 47 uh, interceptions and 14 touchdowns. Um, So, yeah, really I suppose also was one of those um, foundational players in Tampa 2, sort of zone coverage sort Mm -hmm. of um, schemes as well. So, yeah, uh, it's great to see him in the Hall of Fame, another buck there. And some yeah. elite cornerbacks going into the hall recently with Champ a couple of years ago. Yeah, that's uh, it. Barber this year with yeah. uh, Revis as well. Revis, so, yeah, another Tampa uh, Bay. Yeah, it's it's a um, uh, elite group of corners going in um, currently with more to come. One club that's man it. as well. Don't mm-hmm. see yeah. that that often in today's NFL, do you? No, yeah. 16 years with the Bucks. That's it. And that light, you pulled the cable out behind you. Maybe <laughs> yeah, I think Pepe, you need to slide along a little bit too. <laughs> yeah, any shit shows? Let's uh, let's just let's just talk. I'll shout a beer to Valentino Guselli, although he can't actually legally have one for another year. <laughs> He's a 17-year-old Aussie snowboarder, uh, Canberra-born, uh, Naruma based two very nice towns, mm. uh, and he's absolutely killing it in the World Cup this year. Uh, the way that their their World Cup works is uh, it's not a four-year gathering; it's actually pretty much every week. Uh, <laughs> but he, he's doing very well. He's actually the youngest person ever to win medals in the halfpipe, slope style, and big air events. Uh, three years until the Winter Olympics go to Italia in uh, Milan, Cortina. Uh, so he'll be 20. So I think, you know, mm. snowboarders, uh, they can peak fairly young. Um, mm. So it, he's probably going to be doing a little bit uh, when, when 2026 rolls around. And uh, the fact that he's essentially local, you know, our town slash our yeah. coast destination, <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll claim him. Uh, it's good to see him doing uh, a little bit there. Uh, so congratulations, Valentino. Enjoy that beer responsibly in a year's time when you're allowed to drink it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mop That's of the it. week. Mop of the week. This is going to be contentious, boys. We might get a bit of hate here, but uh, <laughs> I'm willing to, to cop it on the chin. <laughs> the Mop of the week is the groundskeepers at Nagpur slash the board for cricket control of India for rigging... <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> I don't know if I can say it with a straight face. <laughs> Allegedly. Uh, look, there was some contention around that that wicket in Nagpur. Yeah, the, pi- the pitches weren't great of the pitch. Uh, especially the the pictures of the pitch. Yes. Uh, yeah. Say that es- ten times fast. Especially, you know, where they've watered and rolled uh, certain, certain sections of the pitch and then left mm. others um, alone. Uh, and, again, especially with uh, the amount of left-handers uh, of that section would have to play five of our top seven. Yep. Yes. Mm. Um, so you know, uh, a little bit of bit of strategy, maybe a bit there, yep. or a little bit of like as you you alluding to cheating bastards. <laughs> <laughs> so here come the comments. Uh, yeah. You remember sandpaper a few years yeah, ago? Yeah, you had to blow up the Australian cricket team and rebuild yeah. it, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. A few a few lollies maybe as well. And yeah, Goffoli faff, faff if you're listening. That's it. Uh, look, it didn't look great, those pictures, no, uh, no, before no. before the, the game started. And I've seen 
Uh, well, I saw I, a few nuffies in the comments this this week saying, mm. "Oh, everyone does it. Everyone doctors pictures to the suit their conditions." Yeah, you know, we've, we've got bounce and and pace down here. You know, you got green tops that swing in England, mm. Uh, mm. but I'm pretty sure it needs to be consistent throughout yeah. the uh, the 22 yards. Uh, the fact yeah. that it was split from midline. Uh, Wait, you can see you like you'd see the sections that were left dry on purpose. So. It's a little bit naughty, naughty. I think a little mm. bit naughty, naughty. Look, in scheme of things, I, I don't think did pitch, it change the outcome of the. I test? don't think the pitch was that that bad. No, uh, I think. In, in, I mean, in what what watching it on my low resolution TV <laughs> with my internet, it didn't look that bad live either. It looked pretty consistent. Yeah. So I don't know if they were able to. It, like. it, was, it was a flat pitch with not much bounce. Um, no bounce. Yeah, it didn't have. You know, it had turn, but it didn't have maybe as much turn as, as you expect. There's probably going to be more turn in the in the, mm. uh, in the following mm. test that starts on Friday, um, and you know that could be a big concern for the Aussies. And I guess that's maybe our segue to get into the cricket for uh, Australia getting uh, demolished um, by by India in the first test innings in 130 odd mm-hmm. and a few tears, Aussie tears. Mm-hmm. Mugs, hit that, yeah, hit that shit. Let's go through the teams selected to start off with. Uh, a lot of conversation, maybe contentious uh, decision to leave Travis Head out. Uh, so Cam Green unavailable, Mitch Stark unavailable, yep. few few fingers, uh, and then Josh Hazelwood has some Achilles uh, issues. Yeah, he 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 pulled up a bit lame in some of the warm up there. Why didn't they were over there? So, so he was like, a okay. late he was a late scratching. He was a late scratching. We always knew Stark wouldn't be playing, and Cam Green was kind of like, well, is he in our top six sticks? Because he can uh, probably bat. He just couldn't bowl. And I think with yep. the his injury as well, with the the six weeks, it aligned perfectly for next week. So mm. like he needed this week to I guess finish his recovery and he should be available um, in the following tests. And I have a theory, but we'll get to that about who they pick for the uh, second test. Um, but for this one, mm. I think the biggest out and most questionable was uh, why is Travis Head left out? Mm. And uh, I guess they did pick the right person in Mur- in um, Todd Murphy there to, well, to that- partner line. Well, the selectors are going. Phew! Thank fuck, Todd Murphy. Did we got what, one. Did, did what he did. <laughs> They're batting at five hundred though. So. Yeah, that. Yeah, they didn't really get yeah. much else right. No. Although Scott Boland played played pretty well. Um, you know, bold line and length. His first overseas test. Mm. Uh, old footbrush. Pete Hanscom back in the mm-hmm. side. Right hander. Uh, a guy good, that's good player. Good player of spin. spin. Good player of yep. spin. Um, and poor Matt Renshaw, left-hander, uh, yeah, didn't do the best. Poor, yep. poor fella. Um, can't imagine with Cam Green's return that Renshaw plays. And I have a feeling again. that there's just too much um, pressure on the selectors. They'll have to make a change and put head in the squad as well. So, Chad Sayers, former mm. teammate, South Australian teammate, uh, posted on Twitter, it's a fucking disgrace. Good to see a, a cricketer, you know, speaking their mm-hmm. mind. Mm-hmm. Uh because that was pretty much my thoughts around it too. The knock on head was that, look, he's not a great player of spin. He's not very good in India. Uh, Newsflash, none of our sticks <laughs> aren't named Steve Smith. Uh, Sur- any fucking good in surprise, India. Surprise, we can't play swing and can't play spin. Can't so. play swing in yeah. England, can't play spin in yeah. India. Uh, it showed in this yeah. test match. I think we, we like bounce. <laughs> we like when it's bouncing in Australia. Just rose, <laughs> consistent, yeah. you know, go out and score 550. We'd and, rather the chin music. And, yeah, you know, against the West Indies, <laughs> and, you know, get this inflated self. 
you know, worth <laughs> yeah. and cruising around our jobs, which actually aren't affected by the Australian cricket team's performance. But having that mm-hmm. iota of confidence yep. uh, that that comes with an Australian domination and knocking over the Saffirs, the supposed <laughs> at the time second best team in the world, knocking them over in three mm-hmm. days, mm-hmm. and then you get a little bit of reality check, don't you? Yes. Reality yeah. check, well, please. We, we always know it was going to be a challenge uh, going into India to play India. Yep. And, um, you know, they're also trying to play into uh, the WTC, the World Test Championship game. Um, which is going to be these two teams. Which, yeah. Well, I think if they yep. if they win 3-0, 3-1 or 4-0, they, the India guarantee themselves that they're in the final. Um, if they don't. If we, get swept, if we get swept, do we miss out? I know, but I think it just guarantees India to get in. Okay. So I think we're so far, we're so far ahead. Like we're twenty points ahead of India, but mm-hmm. if they do really well against us, that bumps them up and guarantees them a spot. Okay. Uh, if if they you know if it's a two two or whatever, then they have to rely on other results to then make sure they guaranteed in that second spot. From what I saw in that first test, I'm not uh, I'm confident that <laughs> yeah, I was well, getting a Desmond two two in this one. To be yeah, honest, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you brought it up. I think James, where's your nearest uh, broom? Because yeah, we could be getting swept in this one. Please, nah, nah gentlemen's three one. Would I'll take that? Yeah, probably. yes. And you know, maybe part of that has to be on the back of Todd Murphy. So let's talk about Todd. Um, you mm. know, getting what did he end up with? Seven or eight? Uh, uh, he got seven. He got seven in that first. First innings, I think it was this the second best ever start. Yeah, point. so he got his Michelle Pfeiffer, um, but the, his final did he get? Well, he did I think he got seven yeah. for the test. Yeah, so seven, seven yes, for seven, seven, seven for one hundred twenty-four. So only we only um, bold ones, obviously. Yeah, um, and I think for for an Aussie, the only other person <laughs> to bowl better on their test debut was Jason Crazier, mm-hmm. uh, household name, obviously. Uh, Bit of gear, Jason Crazier gear. Uh, some some thoughts around his selection. We thought maybe they'll go with someone that spins the ball away from the right hander, um, a la Ashton Agar, a la Mitchell Schwepson. Obviously, Todd Boldy's skin off, and the right decision was made. Yeah, and I, I think that Sydney Test, as we talked about, uh, Agar didn't perform probably enough to give them confidence. Mm. Murphy's record mm. had been excellent. And I think we covered it. We talked about it. You know, the selectors probably got in the head. Ooh, you know, the whole, oh, if I've gotten one Nathan Lyon, two's got to be good. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, they maybe, if you look at some of the selections they did make, they probably overthought a bunch of stuff and that's uh, maybe why they made that selection. But in the end, this worked out really, really well. Really, really well. Save the selectors' ass in this one. Mm. Um yeah, it was a little bit of a surprise. Like we kind of spoke about it a few weeks ago. Well, like Todd's in the in the squad. Good on him. You know, mm-hmm. uh, he'll learn a lot from this. But they'll probably want someone, you know, to, to spin the ball away. Uh, but yeah, like you say, if you've got one Nathan Lyon, why not use two? And to Todd's credit, completely out bowled Nathan Lyon in in this one. He gets a bit more side spin. Nathan well, uses a lot of drift and in the air spin, which I think might be the concern for Nathan Lyon in India is. He, he, like I said, the drift and bounce, is mm. that, that's what he varies up. And with a pitch like this flat as it was, you're not going to get that much bounce in it. And mm. it kind of mm. – and I have the same suspicion that maybe um, Cummins, and I'm going to start a, like a conspiracy here, is not good in India for that reason. He, just, he had, I don't know if it was the, the, 
the pressure of the occasion, but that spell that he bowled to row hit on on the Great. evening of day one was horrible. Like, it was half volleys on the pads. Row yeah. hit says thank you, bacon, eggs, and those for breakfast. Thank yeah. you very much. And I, I wonder maybe not bacon. If, well, not sure. <laughs> I, yeah, I wonder if uh, he was struggling a little bit with his game. And you've seen with the IPL as well. He just he doesn't. I don't know. He just doesn't. Yeah, those conditions it's, aren't, it's don't different suit him. over there, isn't it? It, it is, and um, you know that's kind of the question with that. You know the the bouncer now. Boland did his job. Perfect line. Keep kept the runs down. Top of off. It, he just couldn't get wickets. No, but, but he no. did his job. But I think the difference um, between Lyon and Murphy was that yeah, Murphy was probably getting more spin and more turn so out of out of the pitch. Mm. So mm. thinking of, um, I might be jumping ahead of you here a little bit of the next Test match with that expectation and with the expectation, it's probably going to turn more. Um, I feel like Head's probably going to come in for Ranch, um, Renshaw. I feel like Cam Green is going to come in for Hanscom. That gives you your second a pace option. And I think Bolin, because you can't drop the captain, though, you know, he's probably not performing his best. Bolin probably gets dropped and maybe Swepson comes in and they have they the three play, spinners. Yeah, so India went three spinners. To, to, to match it. But then I guess you're going to out India, India. <laughs> in India? Probably not. No. So and Scott Bowen absolutely does not deserve on on his performance no. to be dropped for the next test. But, no. it, but it, it, may, it may be a bit of a horse I, for courses. Exactly. Kind of thing. And I think if yeah, if it's gonna turn, maybe you get Swepson in there with the, the you know, that uh bullet the other spin it the other direction and you've got Cam Green covering as your extra pace, who bowls about the same sort of pace as Bowen anyway. Um I kind of just see bit, yeah, that, yeah, I can see well, that actually, yeah. I can mm. see that maybe is the, the plan going forward and then yeah, you have to see who Could can play the spin the best, and we know that's going to be India. So I, I, I don't see how we can win it that way. Like I don't see picking, you know, dropping ball and pitching, picking Stark makes sense because he's just he he's he's got the pace, but maybe his his biggest weapons is probably a bit of extra bounce as well, mm. and the pitches aren't going to really no. give it to him. So I, I can't see picking Stark either. I feel like if anything, mm. it's yeah, we're going to have to try and uh, spin away to victory. I wonder the tiebreaker between Swepson and Agar. Does it come down to the fact that Agar can bat and India bat to nine? True. And got a bat deep as well. Yeah. Yeah. It could be. Yeah. You pick Agar as your third spinner just because you because of the fact that he can he can bat. I feel for like Danger and when they when they named that eleven, I I actually felt bad for Mitch Swepson considering. He he had to go to Pakistan and bowl on roads and and you know that that was that was difficult yep. uh, in early 2022 and then didn't disappoint uh, by any means in in Sri Lanka. Um, but is he just Stuart McGill, bro? He might, well, <laughs> Stuart McGill has 200 tw- Test wickets. True. The, the old sweet prince. So uh, yeah. I'm sure he'd love to be Stuart McGill. Yeah, McGrill. <laughs> Stuart Bear McGrills. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, 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 but it's it's. It's an interesting one with Swepson, isn't it? That he's he's got all that talent. He's just I don't know if it's opportunity or or, or what the go is, but um, yeah, we I just don't know if he's going to play a heap of Test cricket. I mm. hope he does for the bloke. Yeah, mm. the fact that I think Australia needs a strong leg spinner. You know, we grew up in the Shane Warne rest in peace era. Um, but I just I think we just got stuck in this. This place, like if we go back to it and go, well, we want to pick two spinners and we want it to go either way, mm. you go, well, Nathan Lyon really didn't perform in this, but we can't drop Nathan Lyon because well, he's, he's Nathan Lyon. No, nah, of course not. Exactly. Of so course he's, not. And he's like, well, we can't drop Todd Murphy. He just took seven. He mm. was their only reason we were moving. So mm. I, I think they're kind of stuck in that. And like, and you have to stick probably by 
um, Cummins as well. Like he's the captain. You can't drop him even if he's underperforming in India. Mm. Um, like that, that's just uh, unthinkable. And, mm. uh, you know, the same question gets asked on Davey Warner there. Just that maybe that and you put head in the opener and I was like, mm, no, nah, I, I, don't, I don't think that will happen. The Australian media would love that rhetoric oh, because yeah. David Warner is, for some reason, the most hated man by the Australian media down here. You know, mm. I, I think he, it, he went to Bunnings once. That's the only reason. <laughs> oh, and, he, and his Get wife. His way. wife is a strong woman that that speaks on his behalf occasionally. Yeah. That, that's why the media and the the nuffies in the comments like to get stuck into Dave Warner. They tend to forget the fact that he's one of Australia's best openers of all time. Yes, mm. yes, and he did score two hundred not too long ago. On, yeah, so it, he's been up and down, and obviously completely unproven in India, and that's a, one of the you know sort of perennial monkeys on on his yeah. back. Is, and, and I think one of the other things is like you look at the. Usman and Warner, they felt like they maybe went too hard after this after the spinners early mm. and um, kind of not throw the wicket away, but got done. Uh, maybe trying to be too aggressive, and then the middle order just uh, you know couldn't get their front foot out of the way, and we're just getting LBW left, right, center. I think we had five in that second innings. So yep. mm. yeah, and I don't know. Let's let's. There's a few questions here. You know, mm-hmm. line average is 34 on the subcontinent. Keep that ready that maybe he doesn't get enough out of the pitches to turn it. Yeah, and again, you know that that's the nature of cricket, isn't yes. it? Like, yes. all, like we said before, all of our batsmen stink in the subcontinent that mm. aren't named Steve Smith. Yeah. Look, yeah, it looks like Swepson's going to be going home because he's going to have a have child. A so Matt Kuhneman. So that, yeah, that might. Um, that, that's an. I, <laughs> you know, that's which switches it up a bit, but maybe pushes Agar into Ag- that, yeah. into that thinking, like mm-hmm. you said there. Mm-hmm. Um. What made Australia lose to India? And I think we covered that. Uh, we, can't, we, we can't play spin. I don't, I don't think it's, we, we haven't been able to do it for 20 years. Yeah, I don't think it's a fear mm. of the spin or fear of the got them out. And I think we covered it. Like they were being aggressive, maybe you know, maybe too aggressive. Yeah, but maybe but that I'll, is fear. You know, males wouldn't be ultra aggressive to hide some kind of inward fear, would they? True. Would they not? Well, and I, and I think, or am I just speaking for myself? <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think slash every male that's ever been born. I think Australia's usual strategy of playing against spin is try to hit the spinners out, like you yeah. try and, and go the after. Com- them. The commentators were saying that they're like, they look at them to try and be aggressive here yeah. and get on top, and it just wasn't working. For but them. I don't, I don't think it's going to work anyway because then you're just going to keep bowling three spinners at you. You can't, you're not going to hit them out of the, the side. They're just going to keep going, go. Yeah, cool. That's just you're giving me yep. more options. Mm-hmm. I'll eventually get one to turn off this ranked deck, and you What's, will miss it completely. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's yeah. part of the problem. Like some of those deliveries, like some would turn, some would just skid on. Like you can't play. You have to be aggressive. You have to sort of hit it. Try and hit it as early as possible, and you just can't. Yeah, but I mean, like, not it. not coming down and not trying to hit everything for fours and sixes. Like it's, oh yeah, it's, nah, it's, it's yeah. working. It is. It's trying to. I think. I think be more. So what? What I think Usman got ten for seven in the last one. Like you'd see, he was being really aggressive in that second innings. Ten off seven. Uh, yes, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I was like Usman, clean, <laughs> clean him up. Uh, uh, that, that, was, that was my figures in the in the nets in year four. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I think it's allegedly. Uh, Instead of trying to hit them um, out of the park is what I'm getting at. It's just like playing the spin and trying to move it around a bit more. Usman had five off mm. nine. Sorry. <laughs> pretty much the same shit. Well, I guess uh, – and maybe, you know, credit David Warner there. He got through 41 mm. uh, only for 10 um, before he – and, of course, got LBW. But maybe that's the way you got to play it. got to play it like Pujara in this one and um, – you have to play. It no, you have to play it like who who scored runs in this? Rohit Sharma. Sharma. You see him use his feet, 
and say, hey, Nathan Lyon, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to use use my feet and put you over mid on mm-hmm. early on and, and set the precedent. I think, yeah, the Aussies were probably trying to emulate that. They maybe overswept a little bit as well. You could, you know, obviously. <laughs> comes to mind. Yeah. Um, and you think back to how did Matthew Hayden have success in India? He, he was a big proponent of, of sweeping every fucking ball that, that than a spinner bowls. Yeah. But, mm. yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't have the answers. I don't, I, I don't have the answers I, other than pick Travis Head. Yeah. I, I think uh, Rohit Sharma is a good one to talk about because that might give the Australians a little bit of confidence because besides him, that middle area for India didn't really score anything. 100%, yeah. Before they got into, um, you know, the all-rounders, we'll call them, uh, which – Really put the the, the knife if, in, in the back of the that. Trailer. That was yeah. the difference. That like, look, we didn't bat well, yes. but the difference in the game was Jadu and Patel yep. going out mm. and having what 120 run partnership for the fucking eighth winnet, wicket. Mm. What was it? Yeah. Two forty to three twenty eight. Yeah, because yeah. we were 100, 100, 100 run partnership. Because we were comparable. I think they yep. were. Mass. Uh, they were like yeah. 140 with four down at one point, and I was like, "Well, we're kind of in the same sort of spot." But then, yeah, we just couldn't get those those guys out and they yeah. back in. Now, yeah. I like it if you want to look at silver linings and and being positive. The the boys should be saying if we get Sharma out and can mm. and can work out the the enigma that is Jadu because we'll talk about him in a second. The rest of their you know their their top order did not do a whole lot. Yeah, and, I, and Virat Kohli is under some sort of pressure to score some red ball runs. Yeah, especially mm. when he gets out because they've got two debutants in the team. And I mm-hmm. guess let's talk about India. Um, yeah. Let's we'll switch you over here. The India selections, those picked uh, two debutants. In, um, in, uh, in Sky and Bharat. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. we've seen a lot of Surya Kumar Yadav uh, in following the IPL, Indian uh, one. I, I believe he's the T20 cricket. number one player in the world at the moment. Excellent, excellent white ball cricket. Um, the the question was: Would Shubman Gill get get a run in the middle order, or would they open with Shubman Gill and and put um, Kyle Rahul uh, somewhere else? Uh, misses out. Yep. A lot of pressure on a thirty something year old white ball specialist to come. To, yeah, to come in and and make runs. Although the way that he he plays in in white ball cricket, you you can understand the selection. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting, and I'd love to hear any opinion from from our Indian friends uh, in the comments on Sky's selection and I, is he a viable red ball cricketer? I wonder if they thought, because we bat so deep anyway, like, hey, if he can come out and get 100 or 50, like, we don't give a fuck. Yeah. Or it, if he gets zero, it doesn't matter because we can still bat. we still got guys to come out that can help us out. It seems like a lot of test teams these days like to have someone that bats five or six and can just fucking turn it on. Yeah. Obviously, no Richard Pant in this test match. Mm-hmm. Does Sky. Did see him walking during the week. Um, which so, is great. Which so is great. You know, obviously, as well. horrific accident and, and good it, to see him on recovering. the mend. Uh, maybe, you know, that they've gone with, with Barat who – isn't a you know uh, a, a white ball like s- that, yeah. specialist? Maybe they bring in Sky to to have that sort of Rishabh punt coverage, effect, yeah. and then Barat admittedly don't really know too much about him. I thought Ishan mm. Kishan was going to get the gloves mm. in this one. Uh, hand of my heart, don't watch the Ranji Trophy day in and day <laughs> out. So again, would yeah, love yeah. to know a little bit more about about Barat. Uh, wasn't really needed uh, with with the bat in this one. Um, well, but luckily, yeah. luckily the guys around him uh, did a solid job, and kept him going. 
Let's talk about Jadu. Uh, he's a fucking freak. He, well, he hasn't played cricket for six months. Interesting. Do you think – did you expect them to pick three spinners, like to add Patel into this? Yeah, I, I – Did it make more sense because his uh, boomer is injured, isn't he? Yeah, boom, so, so boomer is unavailable. I thought that they would go three spinners because two of these three spinners – Bat. bat like <laughs> fucking well, well actually all, all of them really like, like all Ashwin of like, was the night watchman and he yeah, wanted to be they the all bat like like let's so so look at their spinners Ashwin has four test hundreds mm-hmm. Jadu has five mm-hmm. uh and do you know who has a better test average in the last 24 months out of Joe Root and Ravi Jadeja uh probably Jadeja yeah given uh, <laughs> you know the setup and the conversation etc <laughs> yes, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so he's <laughs> the bloke's averaging like 49 over the last few years yeah. uh he can just Jeez. Turn a match on its head, and mm. they've, you know, just just speaks volumes to where India is at as a as a cricketing nation. They've got like a clone in in Akshar Patel. Yeah. That mm. that was the difference in this Test match. Oh, big time! Their partnership, their ability to go. Oh, you know. Oh, you know. If 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 we can skittle them for two sixty, and we're only you know hundred or behind, they've got a bat last. You know, maybe we're in this too. Yeah. Oh fuck! Oh fuck! Yeah. Oh, yeah. fuck, fuck, fuck. Uh, it was really interesting how they went with the hot hand as well. Like, Dadeja and Patel did most of the bowling in the first innings mm-hmm. and Ashwin did more in the second. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that was, uh, you know, a bit of the pitch management as well. They thought Ashwin would, you know, save him a little bit and he would bowl him more on later in the test match, um, knowing that he he could do a job there against the Australians. Uh, but it, it was, you know, they're effective from all of it. I think, was it, what was the record that Dadeja got? He fastest to 250 or something? He needed three wickets. And he got the last three against uh, in the second innings. Uh, I feel like it was 250. In terms of games played or something like yes, that? Yes, yeah, faster than 250 wickets maybe for India. But um, uh, he, he got what he needed um, the last three of the Australians in the second innings. But I don't think we can talk much more about it. I think they're, they're on the selections. Like I think they're in the end they've they've picked a, a really, really dominant team for, for the conditions that they play at. So, mm. um yeah, I'd, I you know, I guess the only caveat is if there is maybe a weakness in that middle order, and maybe that's where the Australians can um, uh, can break it. But of course, they got to get through the captain first, um, and you know, then try to try to tie up these uh, good spinners slash all rounders. Now, I've got my fingers mm. and every other thing that I can cross, crossing that. Yeah, we can take advantage of of that, perhaps. Uh, Questionable middle order. Yeah, because mm. uh, you know uh, there was a question there about um, our predictions. We were we were hoping for a gentleman's kind of result. And after I think I said two, I think I said two <laughs> one. I think was my prediction to, yeah. to India. And uh, I think I messaged you boys saying, "Yeah, get the broom out. This, <laughs> yeah, is, this yeah. is looking like uh, this is looking sweepy." But you know, it's there's three tests to go. There's going to be different conditions. It's going to be a very different Australian team. Yeah, and I think we talked about that in our last podcast. Is this first test might have been a bit of a test and trial for some of the stuff they were, you know, in the conditions. Um, some stuff worked, Todd Murphy, some stuff didn't work. Uh, and then we'll get there once the guys are healthy, come back for the second test. And um, that'll be, I guess, more of what their game plan will be going forward. So it'll be interesting to see what happens and who they select um, in that one. But outside of that, the, you know, the, the Indian team um, uh, dominated us. Oh. Ravi Ashwin got four, 450 wickets as well, going ninth all time. Yeah, so so he's just behind line, so they'll have a little bit of a head-to-head battle. And then Courtney Walsh is a long way ahead of them. So, 
Uh, it's going to sort of depend on on how much longer those two blokes have in their careers. They're, mm. they're spinners, you know, the, the body doesn't break down that early for, for spin bowlers. So probably expect one, if not both of them, to, to overtake Courtney mm. Walsh and perhaps go top five of all time. Spam. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Smith to, to Jadeja, you are my match winner. I won't let you down. He did roll some tasty balls to Smith to get him out at the end of that innings as well. So Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, I did want to mention, I guess the last thing we would cover, uh, Vaso, Vaso or Voltaren mm. thoughts? <laughs> Look, Nothing. what what, what Jadu should have done is if he had a sore finger – Put that Voltaren gel on in between overs or, you know, mm. just mm-hmm. just not when you have the ball in your hand and you're bowling. Yes. Yeah. That Correct. makes it look a little bit suspicious. Yes. Very yeah. suspicious. So he's, of course, been fined 25% of his match fee and gets a demerit. I'm not sure how many demerit points you get, but he's got one demerit point mm. added. Mm. Um, I think he covered it. Watching the video... You, know, you can see his fingers sticking out. It's off the ball and he's rubbing on it, um, you know, putting the cream, whatever cream it was, on it because, um, you know, he was turning up a storm. He was, he was right in fire with that finger. Mm. Um, but, you know, he still had the ball in his hand, maybe a little bit rubs off. Yeah, it asked too much questions, I think it was the main main thing. Mm. If, Like you said, he told the umpire what he's doing, even give the ball to the umpire, did yep. it, yeah, yeah. and done it and, like, it's all good and then off you go, then there's, there's no issue. So I think it was more that he, he did it in the wrong way. It didn't look – the optics, it was bad. more mm. possibly optics than, yeah, than yes. cheating per yes. se. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Again, you know, Aussies, sandpapers. <laughs> <laughs> Can we even say anything ever again in the in the world of, of cricket? Probably. Cheating's yeah, is, one day. You know how they say prostitution is the world's oldest uh, uh, profession? <laughs> I think I think cheating at uh, at sport or any sort of uh, <laughs> male competitive uh, endeavour probably yeah. is second. Yes. Yeah. Oh. One, right, day, one day someone will get the angle grinder out and, make, <laughs> and do a real job on that ball and then off we go. Hey, Cam Breencroft, uh, are you happy to see me or is that an angle grinder in your pocket? <laughs> <laughs> Poor fella. All right, that'll wrap up our India-Australia chat. Uh, looking forward to this second test. A little bit scared, a little bit nervous. Friday uh, for us? Yeah, I think Friday. How good's the viewing time? I think we lose oh, to it. Oh, it's elite. It's so elite. If uh, England and South Africa and the rest of you guys that live, you know, Greenwich, Meridian time, whatever you're fucking called, uh, <laughs> if you want to move your countries like six hours east, that would be great yep. for, yeah. for, for, for our work. It's, pro- it's probably not a good idea to do that at the moment uh, if you work out the geography and moving them across. Send them east across Europe. Russia and China. And <laughs> yes. Is that what you're getting at? Yes, exactly. Let's not do that at the moment. Yeah, anyways. Uh, <laughs> Just play your cricket where we want <laughs> Speaking of great viewing time, <laughs> the Big Bash League has wrapped up the Perth Scorchers oh. uh, five times champions uh, with their win against the Brisbane Heat. I thought the Sixers would, would get the job done, uh, but the Heat go through. Sixers with no Steve Smith, different beast. Very Dude, different. and that's the Very talking point of the, of the few minutes that we have allotted to talk about BBL is how much better is it when – you guys like Steve Smith uh, are playing, and yep. and this whole oh let's let's revive the BBL. We'll have a draft. Oh, by the way, they're going to play four games yeah, and yeah. fuck off to Pakistan <laughs> and uh, no, not Pakistan, Emirates and, and South Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, they they need to get on top of that. I'm glad that next year that the BBL is going to be uh, shorter. You can see the interest. Uh, there's mm-hmm. 55,000 mm-hmm. people there at Optus Stadium um, for 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 the the the, the big one. 
Um, and we've got to talk, I suppose, about the Perth Scorchers. They've won nearly half of the of the BBL yep. um, uh, titles. Mm-hmm. Dynasty, some, some might say. Did the Bison end up playing in any of this? I don't think he did. No, so, no. like, a, you, you know, one of their best white ball players didn't even play most mm. of the tournament. Is uh, pretty spectacular. And like, yeah, I think you've got the question there of Dynasty. They've been pretty dominant. Um, and uh, I don't know. Is it is it they play well enough? They get that home field advantage for the final. And uh, is, is that the difference? A bit of yeah. a fortress over there. You know what it is yeah. as well. No reliance on on test players and, and, and internationals. Yeah. yeah, they've got a very consistent team yeah. all the Ex- way through the season. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So uh, I think that's been uh, a big measure of their success is they're yeah. going to go, okay, so um, Aaron Hardy and mm-hmm. Ashton Turner and, mm-hmm. and Jason Berendorf and, and the like are going to play this whole tournament and they're not going to fuck yep. off elsewhere and we've got this nice team culture yeah, and exactly. and we're going to win uh bulk mm-hmm. bbls and uh mm-hmm. look mm-hmm. if it's not broke don't fix it uh because the the scorchers are doing doing a bit in the bbl that that is for sure yeah i agree, I agree. So, yeah I think the, hopefully the other teams kind of maybe take notice maybe that's the where the game needs to to grow and maybe focus inwards not outwards as much as they have in the past um which is going to of course be challenging but you don't want to end up being the end up being the shield. Yeah, mm. rugby. <laughs> uh, quick run through who who did what uh, this BBL. Aaron Hardy actually uh, top scored for the whole tournament with four sixty, followed by Matt Short, Josh Inglis, Aaron Finch. Let's talk quickly about Aaron Finch. Finch. He has officially retired from all formats. Uh, probably the writing on the wall for quite some time. I wouldn't mind our amnesic public to recognise that he's probably arguably the best T20 player ever to play for Australia. So let's mm. focus a little bit on that yeah, and, well, definitely and less the last, on the last 18 months of, yeah. you know, probably couldn't really get it off the square. 2010 to 2020, yeah. no doubt. So, um, yeah, he's of course he's starting to fade in the back of career and we talked about it a lot. He wanted to get to the last World Cup. Mm. Did that, mm. got through the World Cup. We didn't do too great. Um, but he – that was – yeah, it's expected. Yep. I think, you know, kind of a nice period as well just before, you know, the Test Creek is kind of kicking off and everyone's interested in that and the BPL is kind of finishing it off. It's just a nice mm. bit to end mm. uh, his career, maybe not blow it up with too much hoopla as well. He's just like happy, like, oh, yeah, I'm, I've done international cricket. Uh, and I think it's excellent. I think he – you know, we talked about it. He's you can't can't doubt his his quality of uh, opening for Australia. When he was on, mm. he was so so good. so so good. I think he has two of the top five highest scores mm. in a single game in T Twenty Internationals. That hundred and fifty odd against England comes to mind. I think he scored one hundred and seventy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Might have been against Zimbabwe, but that's that's all good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so kudos on an excellent career. Be interesting mm-hmm. to see what he does moving forward. Does he does he go back down to to Geelong and and uh, and just go score bulk runs in in grade cricket? He's he's kind of he seems like a bit of a cool character. So it know. was international cricket. So I think he could. Just well, well, yeah, but well, he's he'll play probably BBL for the next decade. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If not, he I think he could roll straight into a. Um, Coaching role as well. Like, it wouldn't surprise me if he did that too. Uh, Monks, do you know how to boot someone from a chat? <laughs> or, or you might have to do it off yours. Because yeah. uh, ABCD, you're gone, dude. <laughs> this is, that's that's three warnings. 
The second one was in my uh, head, but uh, you're, out, you're out of here. You're out of here. Uh, there was a good question there on Hardy and Matt Short. Should they be in the Australian white ball team? I don't think just yet, no. I Banging down the door. Yeah. And, and especially yeah. some of the guys maybe getting a little bit older. You got also Steve Smith. We got, you know, he's struggled to make that squad and, and after uh, his um, cameo of a month, uh, probably kind of pushed his case that maybe he should be in there. Yeah, I, I think – both of them are a while off. I reckon Hardy is probably closer than mm. than Matt Short, uh, given that our our ability to to score quick runs in the middle order. You know that that's why Tim David essentially came into the yeah. the Australian yeah. white ball scene uh, has has been um, underwhelming over the last few years. I just think there's there's probably a few too many names ahead of uh, of both of those blokes. Yeah. Uh, I, I think Matt Short's Warren. been pretty consistent. Very uh, consistent. And yeah. very, had really a great well. BBL. I just I, I think I, he's had the like a good BBL the last three or four. Like yep. I, I think the problem is just the, the guys in front of him have locked it. Yeah, down. yeah. Mm. So I think probably both are walls off. Uh, may, maybe Hardy um, in T Twenty. But um, yeah, probably need to need to string that kind of form together for a few more years. Yes, agree. AB medal, Alan Border medal. Interesting one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Davy Warner getting the ODI Player of the Year, mm-hmm. and numbers may have suggested that others may have been more deserving. Again, playing into that. We hate David Warner rhetoric that gets mm-hmm. spat out by mm-hmm. our media. Yes, yeah, de- definitely continuing on form as well. So, but yeah, Davy's been good. Uh, I can't, I can I don't think we can cover and doubt that anymore. Um, what's the award that Usman won? Uh, he won Test Player of, Test of player, the Year, which is not too bad as well. Uh, well Matt, what do you make? Eleven hundred runs, yeah. over a thousand runs yeah. in the year. Uh, you know, really vindicated uh, the the selectors in 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 coming um, mm. coming back into that side. And then um, the the big one. Uh, so I will sorry. We'll talk about you know with if world cricket's anything to go off. Marcus Stoinis getting the the T Twenty International. <laughs> Player of the Year, Lance Morris uh, getting the the Young Player of the Year, Michael Nisa getting um, mm-hmm. the the Male Domestic Player of the Year, and then the Goat, since Brevin, Steve Smith <laughs> yeah. um, got the actual the, getting, the big award. Good getting thing. getting the big one. I think is Beth, that his second or third? I think third. It was there. It was in the list. Uh, it's one, two, one, three, two, four. four, and no one's ever won five, have they? No, he ties with um, Clark and, and Ponting. Yeah, yeah, yeah Ponting's. Yeah, yeah. I put him in timeout. Oh, he's timed out. It's like <laughs> three hundred seconds, five minutes. <laughs> you go be an absolute peanut on on the on the YouTube comments, and you just get five minutes. Go sit in the corner, <laughs> cool off, cool off for a second there. A B C D. Yeah. Practice your fucking A B C Ds, and maybe a little bit of sentence structure. You know, a bit of grammar. That'd be nice. <laughs> Would be rich coming from us, but anyway. Oh, that's something that I nitpick about a little bit sometimes. Yeah. To, you know, uh, true. We can we can write the word. We can't speak it. Speak it for yourself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Uh, England is playing uh, South Africa. White ball at the moment. Joffre mm-hmm. Archer is back. Okay. He looks fucking good. Uh, t- uh, How's his cricket? 
Ah, also good. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yes, he is a, a beautiful uh, chocolate man. Yes. Beautiful chocolate man. Um, they're very, very good at white ball cricket. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be interesting. Fuck, we've got a big year, don't we? We've got India into the Ashes, Ashes. into the World Cup. Yep. Uh, that will be scary. That will be scary uh, in, in terms of white ball cricket. Uh, again, I think it's in India, so can they perform in – uh, the subcontinent, uh, that's probably the big mm. question. Mm-hmm. And then just a bit of fun, uh, a bit of a story, because the West Indies are playing Zimbabwe and does anyone give two fucks about that? No, is probably the answer to that question, that well, rhetorical yes. question that I answered. There's probably uh, only two batsmen to be interested in, but you've got the note there. We'll get that out in a minute though. Well, Gary Balance, you might remember mm-hmm. him, you know, coming down here and getting absolutely um, frizzled. Uh, frazzled, I think is the word. Yep. Uh, by our quicks, uh, a few barbecued. Uh, yeah, a few ashes ago. Uh, he's played for. He's from Zimbabwe. Mm-hmm. England like to steal players, you know, etc. Um, so he's gone back and played for Zimbabwe and actually turned up in this one. So eight years between Test tons. He's actually he bridged the gap between Shivnarine and uh, I think it's uh, Tangerine or as I like to say, Tangerine, um, Chandapal. Um, he turned up in this one, and the the younger Chandipal, yep, pretty handy. He's pretty handy. Did he get double ton? Double. I think he got. I think he got two hundred. Yep. I think he got yeah. two hundred. Uh, and he's the first West Indian opener outside of Craig Braithwaite to score a ton in ten years. Yeah, and didn't Braithwaite turn up in this as well? Yeah, I think they. I think they had very a good. Huge, that a huge partnership. Yeah. Uh, I think it was top ten all time kind of kind of partnership. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so very well. Done there. Who won the game? Who knows? <laughs> I actually don't know. Yeah. It's Zimbabwe and the West Indies. Um, but 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 a, a nice little bit of news there for West Indian cricket. We speak about it a little bit on this podcast. Um, obviously, terrorised teams in the 80s and early 90s. Um, so a little bit of, of uh, talent coming through for them. Uh, it's good, I think, for world cricket. Yeah, I agree. Mm. All right, boys. Tomorrow is the biggest event in world sport. That leads us into (laughs) 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 All right. The Super Bowl uh, happens tomorrow. The Mm -hmm. Philadelphia Eagles take on the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's an MVP curse, boys. It's a big no- curse as well. The nine, yeah. last nine guys that won the MVP who have played in the Super Bowl have lost. Well, no MVPs won a Super Bowl since 1999. Yep. It's another way of saying what I just said. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what, are, what are our thoughts around this game? We've got uh, a, a really well-rounded team in the Philadelphia mm-hmm. Eagles. Have a, have a great defense, have the ability mm. to, to pass and run the ball very well up against probably, uh, you know, this generation's Tom Brady in Patrick Mahomes. This is five years of his career where he has been to the AFC Championship game or further. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this is his third Super Bowl. Third Super Bowl has won one. So he's, he's third ca- MVP or second MVP? He's currently at 500. Monks, I'm sure, will take. That one up. I think it's two. I think it's it's two. definitely two. I think it's two. I just can't remember if we had a third one or not. But uh, I think it's two. Let's 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 go through the position groups. And I think if you want uh, line play, you know, in the trenches, these are two of the best teams and on both sides of the ball. Um, Does Philly have a slight edge? 
maybe slight, but I think they're comparable. Because mm. um, you remember, yes, maybe their offensive line is slightly better than, say, Kansas City's defensive line is, but Chris Jones is, you know, the equaliser and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Kansas City's offensive line has been really good and kind of uh, uh, they've retooled that offensive line within like 18 months kind of mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. Uh, and they're playing at elite football. But then the Eagles' defensive line is also really good, you know, anchored there by Jordan Davis. So, mm. um, and they've got some good pass rushes as well. Maybe that's a bit of the mm. difference is they may have a better pass rush overall. Hasn't Reddick had good as he been? Yep. You know, that's, that's definitely the name. Mm. Uh, he's been elite for them. Uh, if you then go back quarterbacks, you know, the better, better pure pass you can't de- deny is Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Jalen Hurts offers you more though with, with his legs. And in today's game, mm. is that, Maybe more important. I hate Maybe. to say it. Like I, I, I hate to say, even suggest that, that that Jalen Hurts might be a more valuable asset. But given their scheme and their off- offensive line strength, and look, put it like this: if you're yeah. within five and mm-hmm. you're in the red zone and you're trying to punch it in, who who would you rather getting the ball? I think it's Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Yeah. And- which quarterback complements the team better? Like yeah. Maybe yeah. a well-rounded team. Yes, it, that it is a very good question and that probably goes back to that defensive line of what job they will have to do, um, mm. you know, to force Jalen, I guess, to stay stay put. That, mm. That's mm. going to be one of the big uh, challenges, one of the big outcomes from this game will be what they can do with Jalen and whether they can keep him, you know, essentially in the pocket to keep uh, mm. that stereotypical kind of narrative going. Um, running backs are probably comparable, maybe a slight edge to the Eagles um, with a more known veteran, but then Isaiah Pacheco has been good and they just took um, – Ceh off uh, injured reserve. I think he's yeah. So I'm not I'm not sure how much he he'll get involved. I think they kind of will go with more with the rookie, um, and with Jared McKinnon. McKinnon, yeah, who's who's been a freak catching the ball, scored bulk touchdowns. Yeah, exactly. Um, maybe the difference is probably in the wide receiver group. And a lot of people like to say that that that, that yeah. Philly, but then with, the, the great, the great with AJ Brown and with Devonta Smith. Smith. Outclasses Kansas City. But the great equaliser is Kels. Um, that, you know, uh, it is the Kels Bowl, of course, with yeah. the two brothers. <laughs> Funny they have a third brother as well. So very pa- very Manning family like of them. That's uh, The Wars had a third brother as well. Yes. Shout, yes. shout out to, don't know your first name, War. Yes. <laughs> so Probably a way better cricketer that. than anyone that we've ever yeah. met. So yeah. Kels is probably the, the – could go down as the best tight end of all time. Um, he's on that he's, he's, on that trajectory, isn't he? Yeah, you know, Goddard as a comparison is serviceable and is a good tight end, yep. but he's not Kels. He, no. So yep. um, mm. maybe that's where the difference is, and they kind of line up. Other than that, I think on the defense, maybe the back end for the Eagles is better than uh, Kansas City's. Um, I've got a feeling uh, across the board, their defense is better. Yeah. And, and, then, and, and yeah, does and, defense and, win championships? Yeah, you know, the front seven. You know, their second line as well. Their linebackers. Yeah, I'd probably give you know the edge there to the Eagles too. And that speaks mm. into that the last nine MVPs haven't won the Super Bowl. Yeah. What side of the ball did those last nine MVPs play on? <laughs> yes, they're mostly quarterbacks or offensive guys. So well, they're all quarterbacks or running backs. Yeah. So. Does that sort of play into a great defense beats a great offense? Yeah, and that, that's the question. Does how far have they carried? Like, has has um, 
you know, how far has Mahomes been able to put this team on his back and carry them further? Mm. And now they're mm. running into the more complete team as we're talking about and the Eagles here and they're not going to be able to get the job done. Mm. Other thing in there not in their favour is the other curse, Rocky Balboa curse. The Kansas City fans <laughs> couldn't resist and they put their jersey on uh. on the statue, which hasn't bowled well for every team that's played the Eagles in this playoff so far. Uh, mm. Other teams have done it too. Yeah, 49ers, of course, was the, the other classic one, but yes. <laughs> Yo, Adrian Kirsch. Yo, Adrian. Yeah. <laughs> team talking the most uh, shit has lost in most in cases uh, in this playoffs series. So It's funny that uh, CTA has only been sort of discovered in the last 10 years and uh, Rocky was talking like that in the 70s. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> now he's punch drunk, bro. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, different. Different. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's, that's right. What we call PTSD now <laughs> used to be shell shock. Oh, he's gone to the war and he fought against those – those, uh, what do they call them, Krausers, and he, he came back and he's a bit shell-shocked. Yeah, you fucked him for life. Yes. PTSD. Interesting, interesting. <laughs> Yo, Adrian. All right. Do, uh, do, um, do we – well, what's our predictions? Who, who do we think after oh, – um, This is hard. This is hard. You go first. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm from the AFC West, so, you know, we, no one from our division can win anything, so I've got to go with the Eagles. And I probably lean a little bit towards the Eagles um, for the more complete team. In in this one, I'm going to go Kansas City. A because I like disagreeing with you. <laughs> <laughs> B, um, I think that all all of the conjecture around MVPs and defenses and offenses and the way that it should be, mm-hmm. uh, I think sport is is the is the great unknown, and I think the unusual happens. The fact that Philadelphia is in this Super Bowl is unusual. No one really sort of suspected yeah. that at the start of the year. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Kansas City and uh, and the Mahomes dynasty keeps rolling. Although, I don't know. I don't think I'll put money on Kansas City. I think I might make, <laughs> make a little bit of a multi, you know, with, uh, you know. Scores. Yeah, scores. Yeah. Don't Kel- go Kel- Yeah, I think so. Probably AJ Brown as well. Yeah. Isaiah Pacheco maybe. Yeah, we will. Yeah. There you go. There's your multi. There's four. Mm-hmm. Gambling makes sports fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I think that I think they're expecting they're expecting something ridiculous uh, of money to be bet on the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, because they've only sort of you know yeah, come around in the last game. few years with being able to bet on your phone, yeah. DraftKings, etc. I, I feel like it was billions of dollars, uh, but I don't remember billions? how much. Yet. Yeah, oh, that, look, wouldn't surprise. It wouldn't sense. surprise. Yeah. yeah, you'd have a couple people putting on a couple million. Yeah, well, yeah. if the minimum, if the mattress maker dudes putting. 100 mil on someone to win a game. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it exactly. helps pump up those numbers pretty quickly. Strange, Very true. strange country, isn't it? Yeah. We love their sport. We, but I think culturally just can't quite apprehend what it's like to be an American. Yeah. It's like, you know, sports gambling. Just you 100%. Know, yeah, you know the Drake meme? You know, it's, uh, you know, <laughs> betting on your phone. No. <laughs> AR-15. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, all right. Well, uh, yeah. Each yep. to their own, I suppose. That's All right, that was a bit um, of a tangent. Max, what do you reckon? Uh, yeah, so just go, quickly going back to your MVP chat. So um, that's uh, Paddy Mahomes' second MVP. Second? Okay, cool. He will be the seventh um, MVP to win a Super Bowl. Um, Ever? So, yeah, Ever. So, so back wow. in the so, day it used to happen. That That's yeah. what that would suggest. But for the last 20 years it hasn't happened. Yeah, 24. yeah. So yeah. that's it. Let alone the long drought between MVP winning, um, the fact that only seven MVPs have won a Super Bowl in the history of NFL Super Bowl mm-hmm. era is quite a feat as well. So Emmett Smith is the only non-quarterback to win it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then other than him, we've got Bart, Bart Starr. Star. Yep. Terry Bradshaw, Joe Montana, 
uh, uh, Steve Young and then Kurt Warner obviously being the last one. So very much Did that. Double, yeah. Yeah, that um, early sort of 70s, 80s period was where you saw it happen. Did Terry Bradshaw do a few movies? I feel like oh, he's in a few ooh. movies. He would have definitely had cameos. Google that right now. He's been now. doing a lot of TV. <laughs> TV work since then, of course. No, nah, he's in – I reckon he's in movies. I, he, I think Monk's hits it. He, he's done a heap of cameos. I definitely yeah, know that Yeah, like, uh, not, I, I don't, talk, like, He's not starring role, of course. No. Like, <laughs> he's not fucking Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah, he was, you a, know, like. he was the face of the Steelers. Like. <laughs> he, no, nah, he, I reckon he had a few – like more than cameos, like a bit more of a speaking role kind of no here, but, uh, Anything there, Jimmy? He's put out six singles. <laughs> no movies? Uh, get uh, media. No, <laughs> so he's no. got a he's got a fucking. Oh wait, hang on. TV and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, see, words, see. no tables. Um, <laughs> yeah. No spreadsheets. <laughs> Me fail English. That's how impossible. <laughs> uh, nothing jumps out because yeah, he has made a heap of cameo appearances. A lot of TV work. Uh, I can't see any. Do your own research, guys. There's a bit That's there. It. There's a bit there. There's a bit there. Not not what I was thinking. No. Like robbed of an Oscar. He has received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Boom. He's been First on. First NFL player to do that. Yeah. He's, oh, there you go. I think Australian got his. Uh, Michael Strahan got his during the week as well. Because uh, of their, oh. like, they've, been, they've been on network TV for, forever covering the NFL. So. Yeah, there right. you go. Um, in terms of Super Bowl. Yeah, bigger winner. Yeah, gun to your head. <sighs> gun to my head. Uh, Eagles, but would fully anticipate Mahomes to just he clearly likes me better. Crazy than shit. Than you, so. That's understandable. <laughs> <laughs> no, we kid, we kid. Yeah. Every everything it's, kind of points in that direction, doesn't it? But just that Andy yeah. Reid. Kansas City offense. I don't know. Well, you got to remember it's a revenge game here for Andy Reid as well. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of history between both these teams, isn't there? Um, isn't there? With their coaching staffs and overlapping and their players, etc. So yeah, it'd be it's an interesting it's, game. Yeah. And, and I'm going to be uh, a really boring sports analyst in inverted commas <laughs> and just say I really want to see a close game uh, that's entertaining mm. and it goes down to it. And I want to well, see and my multi well, gets up. Yeah, I yep, want to see yeah, another yep. Rams. Um, uh, Chiefs game. That's what I want to see. I'm gonna score 100 points. Let's well, go. I was gonna say close game, 100 points. What's your, what's, what's your yeah. over unders? What What's the? Actual, I, think, I think. Can we get some actual odds? Because yeah, I think the two, I, both I think defenses it, it would have to be 56, 58, maybe. Well, I might. I think it might even be with those defenses. Maybe 50, uh, yeah, that's the thing with those defenses. That's the difference. They're but both traditionally, big. Super Bowls aren't super high that's scoring. Not at all. So yeah, m- it's usually because the teams with good defenses have gotten this far. I can't believe I haven't looked yeah. at this. I've got to put, I've got to put a punt on. 50, All right. It's 50 and a half. 50 and a half, yep. yeah. That, um, that, 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 like I said, I know that doesn't surprise me with Super Bowl and those defences going mm. in there. Um, so other ones there. So uh, What's Eagle, Eagles are favourite head-to-head, uh, $1.82 to $1.99. Uh, value on both. The, the line, one and a half, so very close game there. Uh, Travis Kels, Kelsey, depending how who you talk to, um, eight dollars first touchdown. Pretty scorer. sure Travis said it was Kels, so yeah. <laughs> we'll go with the Kels family. I hate Kelsey because well, you white. Jason, I, Jason's, white. Jason says Kelsey, I think. Yeah, so I think they're split 50 50. Yeah. Um, anytime scorers, uh, Travis, a dollar 80, uh, Pachero, oh, 90, you got your 90. 
Yeah, I might need to take them off actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jalen Hurts two dollars. Uh, Pacero is two dollars fifty five as well. So interesting. Yeah, There's no pen line some, some mil- mil- She's throw a lightning bolt in his head. Harry Potter. Yeah. Todd Murphy. Maybe. Harry Potter must not go back to Hogwarts. <laughs> That's it. Harry's yeah, in had, grave had to wear the glasses danger. today for Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He looks like uh, Vittori as well. Yeah, and, who's, and who's in the bowling <laughs> coaching stuff as well? It's so funny. But Vittori was left. <laughs> yeah, he's right. Yeah, yeah. He's Aussie, so he's a good bloke. By yeah. default, Kiwi ship bloke. Although beautiful, beautiful country. And uh, have you seen his beard? Oh, lush oh beard unbelievable! Well. <laughs> have you heard their national anthem? It makes me cry. <laughs> Like the, the four games of rugby that I've ever watched in my life and their fucking national anthem comes on, I'm like, oh, God, defend New Zealand. It's, it's fucking beautiful. Anyways. Uh, yeah. Awards. So we covered mm. the MVP. Mm. I don't think Jalen was too hard done by. I think Mahone's got 49 of the 50-odd votes. Or did 48. I think Hurt's got one and did Jefferson get one maybe? Um, and Do you think it should have been that one-sided? I think it's just uh, that's how they, they kind of – the mm. voting goes. Mm. Um, with the – I think the only vote that really kind of got spread out was the comeback player of the vote. The rest of them was kind of clear cut. They just picked the dude that they think's going to win. I believe there was like a nice vote for the um, staffer that helped save um, Hamlin's life as well. Oh, got yeah. a, he got an MVP vote. That's good. Um, yeah. you know, the, and he was yeah. there at the awards ceremony, which is a big moment as well. So it was very good yeah. to see. Um, out of that, Offensive Player of the Year award, I think we said Jefferson would get it. Yep. Also got Defensive Player of the Year. We thought we, that would happen as well. Uh, the Jets uh, guys got both Rookies of the Year and I think we were leaning – Jet sweep. The, yeah, jet sweep. I jet think sweep. we were <laughs> leaning the other way that maybe Brock Purdy might nick the, the Offensive Rookie of the Year and uh, maybe Hutchison would get Defensive Rookie of the Year. But mm. not unsurprised um, the New Yorkers uh, got those ones. And How good for New York Jets fans – Admittedly, a, oh, sh- a shit show of a franchise for best draft for the last ten years, and they've season. drafted out of their ass. And and uh, wasn't it like half of the rookies of the week were Jets players this year? Yep. Something along those yep. lines. Might have been sixty wow. percent. Yeah. Uh, Imagine how good they're going to be when Aaron Rodgers is playing for them. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> going to lead into our next discussion. We'll get, yeah. we'll I was going to say, imagine the kind of team they're going to have when they trade both of those players away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For a washing machine. Yeah. Uh, uh, a la semi-pro. Yeah. Good movie. Uh, the other ones there, Geno Smith was comeback player of the year. Um, yep. No, no surprise. Beating no. out CMC well and uh, Barkley, but I mm. guess uh, that was good. Uh, coach of the year um, with the Giants head coach, uh, Brian, is it DeBowl? I think it's DeBowl. Uh, That's maybe the one that was a I'm little so, bit interesting. Because I looked at the votes – because he was clear, Shanahan got a bunch, and then the Eagles coach, um, Nick, only got six or something. I thought he was probably a bit over. I thought Sirianni, yeah, yeah might, might have had was a shot un- there. done with the, you know, the way his team has played mm. this year. So, um, and, uh, so DeBowell had 123 total votes, Shanahan 100, mm. Doug Peterson 75, and then a big drop-off to – Sean McDermott, 48, and Sirianni, 45. Yep. Yeah, interesting. Interesting that 
Like, even Shanahan coming second in that, like, you look at that 49ers team at the start of the year and you're like, you're pretty fucking good and you're throwing Sam C on there. Like, True, is, but is, is that the way the coach of the year should work? But is he also it based off your roster and, and what you do with your roster? Yeah, I think it's probably, yeah, how far you take it. That's why Doug Peterson's in there. Because, you know, they were two and six. And then no, one did, no one expected anything. I think Shanahan gets it because he's had three different, three different yeah. quarterbacks. Um, you know, Dan Cam- Campbell getting a vote there is also not too bad. Uh, uh not unsurprised, like the Giants did play pretty well, and again, maybe some New mm. York buys uh, there. Um, but head coach of the year, Ryan's was um, the assistant coach of the year, and also now the Houston Texans head coach. Um, so not nothing too out of the ordinary there. And Dak Prescott did win or the Walter Payton uh, Man of the Year award. Uh, what else? All of Fame. All of Fame. We covered yeah. Barbo. We've said Reeves made it in. Uh, Joe Thomas and Zach Thomas. Double Thomases. Double Thomas. Double um, Thomas. And then DeMarcus Ware was the last of the players. Um, I don't think we need to go through this. And then the, guys the seniors and the, <laughs> the coaches. Congratulations. I don't recognise half of those names. <laughs> uh, you want to talk about Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, well, cover head coaches quickly. Sean Payton's now Broncos head coach. Oh, how do you feel um, about that uh, yeah, as yeah. a Broncos fan? Of, of the options, I think they're I'm very happy. Mm. Um, yes, we gave up some picks to make the job happen, but, um, you know, uh, Sean Payton's record has been elite for the offensive side of the ball and that's where Denver has struggled since Peyton Manning retired. So mm. happily we'll take that and hopefully he can fix fix Russ. What was um, the news that he's banned Russ's coach or training? Or uh, was he was asked a question in his press after his press conference by media about Russell's team uh, being in the building because uh, mm. they were last year and he says that the answer he gave was that's foreign to me. If they're on our coaching staff, they will be in the building. Mm. So yeah, essentially, okay. if, if they're not on the coaching staff, if they're just Russell's hanging out as honors, then no, they're like, you know, you're coming into work, um, you come to work. Not unsurprising. Uh, we covered Frank uh, Reich. Uh, the Colts um, don't have a head coach yet. I think they're leaning towards Jeff Saturday, and the Cards can't get a head coach because no one wants to work with Kyle Murray. Interesting. They <laughs> they literally have no one lined up at the moment, which is really concerning for them. Colts should do Jeff Saturday. Seems. Like he took that role on pretty well. Yeah, but then he only won the you know the obligatory one game as the new head coach, and then didn't win anything after that. So, Colts have got a more problems just head coach though. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. There's some rumors about Lamar Jackson maybe on on the trade block because he wants the Deshaun Watson deal, and no one wants to give that much guaranteed money to anyone. Um, so they, you know, throw all the picks. Um, they might. Uh, want him to go there. Um, but besides that, I guess Aaron Rodgers, um, you've got it there. Nathaniel Hackett uh, is now the OC over at, uh, with the Jets. Mm. And, you know, the chat for when we when he went to Denver was, hey, that's a great kind of end to then uh, potentially get Aaron Rodgers. And then in the end, Aaron Rodgers stayed put. Uh, but now over there in New York, um, there's a lot of connections there. There's a lot of they want to bring in a veteran quarterback um, to take on. If anything, it's kind of heating up as the Jets. Mm. Rogers already said he's not going to the Raiders. It looks like Derek Carr's going to the Saints. He's already had multiple meetings really? with, with them. Really? Mm. Wow. Um, and he has a you know a no trade clause in his contract. So um, he's been whining and dining, but it looks like the Saints might be interested in him, um, which would be, uh, I guess, good for, for Derek. Um, but Rogers is having his four-day darkness, isolation, uh, <laughs> retreat to think on what he wants to do. Um I guess it's whether I continue or not. And if I'm continuing, do I tell Green Bay it's a, I want to stay or 
I want to go, and then Green Bay makes the move. It's interesting. If, if he leaves, I'm not going to be off him because he he brought a, a Super Bowl to Green Bay, mm-hmm. and you know. People can say, oh, well, with the talent and the MVP, should they have done more? I, I suppose it's a reasonable argument. That's a re- wide receiver's breath. Yeah. I'm also going to be on him because he's a fucking weird operator. <laughs> he's a weird unit. <laughs> and, that's good. And you lo- I really like that in a game like American football where it's very, you know, macho and, and he- how much do you bench and how much do you squat and what's your 40 time? But also as well, it's it's very um, curated. Like the quarterback speak, the head coach Scripted. speak. Yeah, script. <laughs> yeah, have you read your script, bro? Um, that's, it's been a pretty good meme. So. It's, that's what it is. It's a meme. It's a meme, yeah. Could you imagine? Like they can't keep a secret. When, when there's a secret in politics, it leaks. It gets out like that. Yeah. So, so could you imagine having like – 10, 20,000 people in on this big secret and yeah. it's all scripted. Well, you know, there's 3,000 plus players that then have to follow their script. And, you know, the, the jokes. Any about, contact sport. Yeah, the jokes of like, man, I read my script. I got to blow my ACL this year. I was like, ah. <laughs> So <laughs> dumb. So, Dude, I believe in flat earth before I believe in that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, have you flown around it? <laughs> Anyways, uh, what were we talking about? Rogers, Rogers. It's going to be interesting. The bloke's 39 years of age. You can tell that his body is not where Tom Brady's body was, was. at 39 years of age. Speaking of which, dude, that also retired um, in, uh, in between. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. Yeah, he, you know, officially done that, uh, submitted the paperwork, so he is officially retired. And, mm. uh, he, by all accounts, it looks like he's done. Um, I think they're only, what was it, yeah, the Dolphins may have been interesting, but... After all, like yeah, I think that's it. And you look at the, you look at the guard that's you know started retiring guys, the coach, the the, the Pro Bowl and the Manning mm. brothers. Mm. Um, you know that generation of quarterback is coming to the end. And like you talked about, now we've got the Lamar Jacksons, the Jalen Hurts, the Patrick Mahomes. Dudes are moving around. Nineteen nineties. Josh Allen. Nineteen nineties. Yet the eighties boys are gone, and the and the nineties boys uh, are running the show. Because mm-hmm. you know all the big ones, Rivers. Manning brothers, um, Manning, Roethlisberger, list goes on. Yep. Um, you know, Rogers and probably Matty Ice are really the only ones left um, from that generation of quarterbacks. Hey, mm. Matt Ryan was the MVP of the NFL less than five years ago and people just like his shit on him these days. Yeah. The way the Falcons have played, it's might maybe understand. <laughs> yeah. And didn't play too well with the Colts either. No. No. Um Four, yeah, four day isolation. Let's see what he does. You think maybe mm. Jets if he if he, if he uh, continues, comes back. Yeah. Any other teams that you've uh, Jets any? or Packers? That's it. Okay. I don't think that eh, like he he's going to be out of quarterbacks. Mm. Like would he go replace Tam, you know Tampa um, and replace Brady? Nah, Tampa Bay probably no. not where he needs to be. Maybe 49ers, but I don't think he wants. I don't think he'd. Um, he's a, he's from the back. area. He's forty nine as fan growing up, yeah. wasn't he? That's the uh, only other one I could think of. Yeah, I'm just not sure if um, the, the team that's got the, three three good quarterbacks as yeah. it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and probably they move on from Jimmy G. Depending on we've got to talk about, I guess Brock Purdy's elbow. Uh, he needs uh, surgery on it. It's probably six months. Um, on a collateral. Yeah. Mm. Poor fella. Fuck, he was. Oh, it's it's hard to win a football game when you have no quarterback. So, yeah. They gotta to go to the full well, string. What's his name? Josh Johnson. Have yeah, you seen he, he got concussed as well? Have you seen his resume? Oh yeah, he's played for every team. He's floating around. Like, yeah, like journeyman, like 
Dictionary, journeyman, Josh Johnson yeah. in there. Crazy, uh, crazy yeah, CMC there. was was going to line up as quarterback. For, well, I for think um, Juszczyk was their, was their backup. Like, Harvard educated, yeah, switched on. Crazy. But, you know, Brock Purdy went back out there and he said, I could barely throw the ball five yards. So. <laughs> Look at fucking that's that. I'm going to say under Zovers, that's 20, oh, no, no. 20 NFL teams. Are you going to count it? One, no, no. One, two. Don't forget the Sacramento Mountain three, Lions, of course. <laughs> and in that, he, in that he also played for San Francisco 49ers four times. So. Fucking nuts. Keep going, bro. Yeah. Me or him. <laughs> Story of a journeyman. Yeah. Um, other news: AJ Green AJ also Green's retired. retired. Um, Stellar career. Yeah, really. Never got the ring. Never got the ring, and injuries kind of uh, really slowed it down in the back end. But one of the best deep threats um, to ever play the game, and uh, was very, very dominant as well in that that generation of wide receivers that came and out. Just, just a, a real inspiration for lanky men all around the mm-hmm. fucking world. Mm-hmm. Obviously, <laughs> could run, so. speed and, and strength and, good hands. and talent. talent. Yeah, all, obviously, yeah. all of that. Score touchdowns. Into it. Yep, yep. Uh, good looking. Yeah. Uh, probably has a big dick. <laughs> uh, you know, all the things that I don't have. However, yeah. calves, bro. Calves. calves <laughs> anything else? Yeah, anything we're in. We gotta get some calf chat. There we go. Uh, a stellar career. Was was pivotal in that in that Bengals offense, mostly uh, catching the ball from from Carson Palmer, um, and and a, a, a great career. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And then I guess is NFL news. There's not much to else. A bit of rumors here and there. Um, some coaching yeah. stars will probably get sorted out next week um, after the Super Bowl when some of these guys are now available. Um, which is, I think, where the cards are going. They might target one of the offensive coordinators, and I think the Philly Eagles offensive coordinator for. That Cardinals job, uh, and then what? We've got two weeks to the um, combine, and then two months to draft, and then we started all over again. Might use this time just briefly to answer a few of these cricket questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, is West Australia missing Cam Green in Sheffield Shield? Can't say no to that. Well, uh, every <laughs> is every Shield team missing the players that play West for Australia? Australia? Probably. Yes. Uh, Cam Bancroft is closing to a well-deserved century. Good. Love that mm-hmm. for him. Uh, would love to see him play test cricket once once again. I don't how, see how it happening any, anytime soon. How old is he? Is he 28 now? Monks, you can chase it up. I don't think he's quite 30. Yeah. So he's a scapegoat. Yeah. He took the four. Well, a mm. bunch of them, they, they, a bunch of them did get punishment. Um, but, you know, as the one that did the act, um, you know, do the crime, un- do the time. Yeah, labelled un-Australian essentially. Nah, um, yeah, fuck off. Yeah, it's, it's pretty t- – on a young fella as well, it's pretty tough. Yeah. Yep. He is 30. He's 30. Yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> starting that, yeah. It's really, really hard. I want a yeah. retirement looming, who knows? Yes, also true. But then maybe Travis Head just raised up there. and Pikowski, if he can get on top of yeah. his health issues. Yeah. Time will tell. Time will tell. Righto. Let's talk about these jerseys that we've got here. Oh, yes. Do I save the goat? <laughs> Throw that question. Curry sets, fires, puts it up. Bang! Well, the leading scorer, I guess. Not yep. Curry. The, the most mm. points of all time now belongs to LeBron James, overtaking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, a record which stood for close to 40 Boys. years. Yep. Um, firstly... He'll get forty thousand. He gets well. forty thousand. Yep. Easy. Tick tick tick. He's gonna. He has to play at least one more year to then 
wait for his sons to come out and then play a year with mm. them. So he's also the numbers that he's putting up are not considerably down from when he was in in his peak. No, they're so comparable to some compared, of his first years uh, in the NBA. Yeah, com- so. like actually comparable. Yeah. So it's interesting. Wouldn't be surprised if he goes for another few seasons. Yeah, easy. Mm. And there's also that conversation about when does he become a role dude? Like you could probably play another five years as a role guy if he really wanted to. Tom Brady esque. Yeah, yeah. Except not. No, really no, no. The age I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, taking a step back as in uh, and playing like as many minutes as he is and, and playing more of a role. Uh, yep. Mentor there, which I think is kind of what he alludes to. Like, I want to play with my sons. Mm. Would be it was like I want to be more a role dude to them, mm. and uh, you know, help instill the professional mindset into being the goat. Um, interesting kind of a chat from his sons. Like, hey, they want to be number one, two, three, and scorers. Like, which would be crazy for a family legacy. Long way ahead, boys. <laughs> yeah, Long way. Long, ahead. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, I wanted to be an astronaut when I was younger. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, never had that thought, yeah. uh, but yeah. that, that's what I'm talking about. It's it's very you know it's it's uh, highly competitive to even become an NBA player, so to mm. let alone become the arguably greatest of all time. Uh, it's a it's it's a long way. Mm. Um, let's talk just quickly about the Lakers. Mm. They're so like, if it wasn't for LeBron James, they're dead last. They yep. are so, so, so bad. We'll talk about trades in a second. Yeah, they've kind of thrown the kitchen sink at that yeah, trade window. Uh, maybe maybe that's in their favour. Uh, but thank, if you're a Lakers fan, you should be praying to God or Allah or Buddha <laughs> or Vishnu or whoever you pray to and thank them for LeBron James because he has absolutely carried you through this dismal year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to cover one point. I saw that a lot of – you know, racing kind of as um, stick for LeBron is he's no, you know, he's not a scorer, he's not a shooter. Um, he's average, I think he's average on his average scoring, he's top five. So, which kind of destroys that theory anyway. And you know what um, I've noticed in the few years of doing this podcast and sort of sifting through comments and, and uh, what Stephen Smith <coughs> and, and whatnot, um, people that like to sit in armchairs and not do anything with their life really like to mm. criticize, uh, Arguably, some of the greatest athletes of all time. Mm-hmm. Mm. So maybe go fuck yourself. I don't like. like <laughs> if if you want to say Michael Jordan is a better basketballer than LeBron James, I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to yeah. argue. But if you're going to say, well, you can have a you know a good discussion on that. Indeed, point, a, a good yeah. long healthy discussion yeah. with points, valid, points on both sides, valid points raised. You know, like a debate, if you will. Um, but for just people that just like to shit on him. Non-stop. We spoke about Stephen A. Smith a few weeks yeah. ago, and yeah. it's he hasn't fallen off. Like I, I don't get. It. I, like I don't get it. What so. world do you live in? What world do you live in where you can't appreciate the fact that he's definitely in in the top five basketballers that ever lived? Yeah, mm. and, well, then, and then if you want to have the discussion after that, play on. Yeah, yeah. He's got a better you know shooting percentage than Kobe and Jordan. Looking at that, so like you can't just shit on the bloke. Mm. It's good. Mm. Don't like it. No, I don't like them. Uh, do you see the teammates? There was very. This, they this they were losing this match though in a game they really needed to win. They did. Uh, they lost. Mm. They lost to OKC. Good meme getting around. Uh, Cream sipping his whatever soft drink he was yeah. drinking. Thinking <laughs> I didn't lose to the Thunder when when I broke the record. <laughs> yeah, little little bit of lols. Um, as we alluded to, Lakers shit show outside of LeBron. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. Look, we're not going to have the GOAT discussion right now, but... It's that, that's a retirement consideration. Put the resumes up against you know what? Do you know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of a few months ago when Messi wins a World Cup and you go, well, he's not the... He's not the goat because of that, yeah. but you know, it's but a that, recent rhetoric, like, hey, he's just broken the all-time recent, scoring record. Like, recency yeah. bias yeah. and notching the belt and and that kind of chat comes yeah. into it. Yeah, I, mm. I can definitely see. You know, if you had that conversation today, you'd go, yeah, he just broke a scoring record. Like, mm. no one, a forty-year-old record. Like, if, who's gonna is he gonna stand for another forty years? Like, well, he's gonna go. You know, forty plus. Like, yeah, two thousand points past Kareem probably easily. Easy. So again, this of act, active players. So look at that too. Twelve thousand for KD. Yeah. Twelve thousand, and how good a basketballer is is KD? Like actively, no one's no one's getting him. No. Yeah. And no it'd one. have to be a young fella as well. Like. Even Giannis, I'm, like he's like sixteen thousand. Nah. Maybe he's halfway through his career. Like Steph, I don't think he's getting that. Nah. No. You have to scroll down and keep going. He's on a tear. No one's really on a tear there. No, yeah. No, no. like, like longevity is part of it as well. Like the, the, health too. Like you look at Curry no and shooting like I'm, I'm going like to go out and things like I'll, I'll go out on a limb. Years. You can clip this. Played in 21 years time. The person that breaks this record isn't born yet. Like, yeah. like you I think that's well I be. think that's where we're at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No names are jumping. Yeah, unless there's, Victor a, maybe, unless there's a maybe significant shift maybe in the rule set as well. Like yeah. it's, it's not something that's going to happen anytime soon. Yeah. So yeah. if you want to put in the comments that he's shit, yeah, go, <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> All right, boys, uh, let's talk about the NBA as it stands. And, Monks, if you wouldn't mind uh, getting those all-stars up, we'll talk about right. briefly the East first. Celtics still lead the Bucks. They're getting their shit together nine mm-hmm. in a row. Um, 76ers sit third, Cavs sit fourth, Nets, pew. <laughs> They're going to go right to the bottom, I'd say, after after this week. Do you reckon they blew – like, they're getting, they're getting some handy players coming in, but you lose, like, you know. It depends whether they – You lose KD. And you lose um, Kyrie. So it depends if they can bring in a build a team. But Ben Simmons there is probably shitting himself that like, I'm now the face of this franchise. <laughs> Good for oh, yeah. Aussie fans. Yeah, Paddy, Paddy Paddy's probably going to get some minutes. Yeah, Nick Cla- Nick Claxton yeah. going fuck. Look, need to score some points here. How about me? Uh, I thought, uh, oh yeah, I take the Bulls at a dollar forty. You know, going up against the Nets, they just blow up their house. Uh, fucking um, Joe Harris goes out and well, destroys the Bulls. Yeah, Cam Thomas. I think he, he had three forty games in three, a row. Three forties in a row. I yeah. think. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Again, maybe they're seeing some something in their young talent. They're like, happy, we're happy to ride it out. We tried the big three thing; it didn't work for us. Maybe we try some young talent. What they've gone is window was open, window now closed. Yeah, mm. blow it up and and try again in a Rebuild. few years. Yep. Heat, we spoke about a few weeks ago. They're they're, they're climbing up. Knicks haven't been too bad. Hawks, mm-hmm. Justin Holiday, and my mate Frank the Tank. Uh, they go to go to Houston. A uh, couple of blokes I've never really heard of, if I'm being honest. Go to Atlanta. The Bulls, you'd think on paper, should should be a playoff team. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. The Raptors, uh, they get Jakob Pertl, uh from the Spurs. Then we've got Wizards, Pacers, Magic. 
Magic trade Mo Bamba to the Lakers for Pat Beverly and then put a line through Hornets and Pistons. Not heaps of trade action, admittedly, in the East, obviously outside of, of KD and Kyrie. Well, moving guys out. Leaving. Yep. A lot of, of trade action in the West. Mm-hmm. Mm. You want to talk about the Jager? Well, has he firmed anymore as a as a as a favorite? For I think he would have. He had a triple double in a well, first half this, yeah, this I, week. I saw he was up to eighteen for the year, um, so it wouldn't surprise me if he's uh, got a couple more on that. What, what was he two weeks ago? Dollar eighty or something? Uh, I can tell you what he is now. What is he now? <laughs> it's, it's shorter than dollar eighty. It is shorter than dollar eighty. Uh, it's dollar fifty seven for MVP. Mm. Um, and Bead. Five dollars, um, seeing it second there. Yep, and yeah, the Nuggets keep winning. Um, outside of that, I guess the one bad game he's had this year against against those seventy sixes against Embiid, uh, he's been you know his numbers across the board have been uh, elite. So, mm. Yeah, would not surprise me if um, he was MVP for a third time in a row, which would be very impressive. And what's interesting about this trade window, they threw around second round picks like anything, and I think I made the comment like second round picks are. You know, it aren't really that great in the NBA. Um, Joker was a second-round pick. So. He was. And I I thought about it. And I think for the most part you are right. Like The, 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 big, the big guys that come out of college, they want to get to have their first rounders, of course. Like, mm. you know, and you can't, you're taking more risks and taking more things. Like, oh, there's a big East, big Eastern European guy coming out. Like, yeah, we'll throw a second-round pick at him, see if we can make him into something. But if you get four and one sticks, like, yeah, like exactly. you've, you've won. Yeah, because I think that that Pat Beverly trade they threw in like a whole bunch of second round picks. They got through other trades and just you know they've, the second round picks were thrown around like anything in this trade window. I'm happy to throw them in with uh, moving guys around, but it's yeah you, you can. That's the thing. You've got more darts, I guess, in that stage. You're throwing them, and hopefully one of those hits the hits the board. I think for the most part you are right, but if one hits, was, and, and you end up with a three time MVP, like yep, you know, you, you'll take it. Was, uh, you know, obviously Joker was a, was a second-round pick. Manu Ginobili was a second-round pick. Mark Gasol, uh, Draymond Green. So so occasionally they, they do hit. Mm-hmm. And the Nuggets got a five-game lead currently in the West. We're going to keep going down the West there. Uh, the Grizzlies, a little bit of a slide. Uh, two and eight in their last ten. I don't think they'll Has be. Jar been hurt? I don't think he's been playing every single game. Kings are the highest scoring team in the NBA. Beam me up. <laughs> beam me up, Delhi. Oh, the beam. Uh, Mavs with Kyrie. What What does Kyrie to the he Mavs? He hasn't played with Luke yet, has he? No. It's going to be interesting to see that chemistry because on paper he, that is the best two guards in the yeah. in the NBA. Well, they, they you know, really? with, with Kyrie in their first game a couple of days ago, uh, they won handily in that one. Mm. Um, so kind of showing that, hey, that he could you know, fit into the team and carry it straight away. Add Luca to that mix and he's like, yeah, he, you, know, you know, they're pushing, they're pushing. Um, and that's probably why some of the other teams in this in the West also wanted to, you know, we've got to make moves to to compete. Because that was the first domino, really, that fell. Yeah, yeah that was. That was. Yeah. The, the Clippers um, did a did a bit. Uh, they they sent Reggie Jackson to Charlotte for Mason Plumley, which is a little bit strange, small for a big. Yep. And then they uh, apparently are trying to bring in Eric Gordon and Bones Highland. Can you confirm, Monks, if that has happened or not? 
and we'll get into essentially the the team that we need to talk about, the Phoenix Suns mm-hmm. bringing in KD. Um, you know, big threes is something that has been spoken about throughout NBA sort of recent, there, recent history. Is the trade window still open? Like, no, I think I closed? think it's closed now. Okay, because because I had seen rumors that Chris Paul they were trying to move him, um, mm. uh, but if they're still there, they've of course got. Now, well, Kevin Durant, that's a big one, KD, um, with Booker there. Booker and, and CP3. Like, yeah. I know there's only five blokes on the court and, you know, mm-hmm. four there's, and five need, need, need to ones. contribute, but there's three massive ones there. The Suns have gone a little bit uh, Los Angeles Rams, you know. It's this year or, or yep. next year now and who gives mm. a fuck? Like, well, they've got their new owner and he just bought a 57% share in that that club mm. um and that he was officially that deal was official at 11 a.m mm. uh 11 p.m they made that trade for kd so <laughs> he was on the same day so he was pushing very hard um to uh you know make a big statement because i think suns have been deep multiple times uh but adding kd to that team is, a, is an elite change do you see them with kd being the best team in the west Better than the Mavs? Mm. Have to go Mavs, all right. What about Golden State? Golden State still sitting there. What about the Kings? <laughs> Pels are falling down a little bit. I hope the Kings fucking win the whole thing this year. <laughs> Just so everyone can say, shut up. Uh, <laughs> hard to say. Yeah, on paper, jeez. Hard, hard, hard to question. How good it's is the be, West? Oh, how good is the NBA? <laughs> Just quietly. Because yeah. I'm sure the Celtics and Bucks are going, yeah, that's cool, but... Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Think, I reckon we got yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the probably the downside for the Phoenix Suns is they they send three three of their their essentially starters in uh, Mikael Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, and four first rounders. We're it's talking a huge about, trade about trying to get a a, a second round dart to, yeah, to stick. Four first ones. You're sending yeah. four first rounders. I know KD is one of the best basketball players of all time. Um, does this trade make sense from a Suns point of view? They win it this year, yes. Yeah, yeah. You get a ring. Yep, it we makes sense. A, yeah, if we get the ring for the new owner, then yes. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, then maybe they try running back next year. They, you know, maybe that's their window. It's this year, next year. Um, and if not, then yeah, it didn't work. Just from this trade, twenty twenty five, twenty thirty. If you're a Suns fan, buckle up because yeah, it might be yeah. tough. When if, you, se- when if you're se- a Nets fan, though. The other side of it, yeah. yeah when when CP three and and KD, you know, hang up hang up the boots, mm-hmm. it's going to be fucking tough sledding. Yep. Pell sitting seventh. T Wolves did a bit, uh, so they were involved in a three way trade uh, with the Jazz and the Lakers. Mike Conley goes to Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, Lakers get D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, and Jared Vanderbilt. And who's the other team? Jazz. Uh, they will get Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Riding on the wall, I think, for some time. Uh, a lot has been spoken about where will Russ end up. Obviously, the relationship with the Lakers has probably been on thin ice for, well, for quite some time. And I guess that leads into the Lakers because they've sent, uh, you know, they've blown that up where they had um, Pat Beverly and uh, Russell Westbrook. They've sent them off. It was like, hey, we're. we're we're not going to go with you guys, but then they get D'Angelo Russell back after yeah. getting rid of him yep. originally. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, was that that's the AD trade, wasn't it? I think so. It might yeah. have been. Yeah, it might have been a three-way kind of partnership there. So that was a bit interesting. Um, Developed a lot actually mm, in his time yes. outside of the Lakers. So yes. it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the deal with? Is it Beasley? Mm. Is Beasley's? No, he is he with Scotty Pippen Junior's oh, mother, yeah. and they're on the plane on the same team now. Yeah, I don't <laughs> want to buy into some, any of that fucking Kim Kardashian shit, but <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think Scotty Pippen's young lass um, does a bit of. Um, yeah. No, I think it's the mum. So oh, Scotty so Scotty Pippen Junior plays in the same team now as the dude that's dating his mother. Yeah, look, we talk about sport <laughs> in this show and uh, we try to keep the fucking home and away neighbours' yeah. antics out of it. Yeah. Uh, but, yes, I, I do believe that that is the case. Uh, are these trades good for the Lakers? I'd say yes. Long term. There you go. He's got it up for us. Long term, it's going to depend. Dated. It's a dated. Okay. Oh, dated. Mm. So, yeah. So, you know, it might get hot, a bit hot and heavy in the training room and he shouts Malik out, Beasley thought, and Scotty Pippen Jr. are now teammates. This is Beasley with his mother. Yeah. <laughs> 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 What's a real, like, trashy magazine? Like, uh, you uh, know. It'd be an Australian magazine, like yeah. Women's Weekly or some shit like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, tra- like, I'm talking trash, yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. It's not really our realm, is it? No. no. It's not really our realm. Reading. Depends <laughs> <laughs> on what pictures are in it. Well, There's only well, certain <laughs> magazines we read. Uh, I I couldn't tell you the last time I read a physical magazine. No. I couldn't tell you the last time. No. There's the internet for that now, bro. <laughs> um, I used to like reading like, yeah. like golf <laughs> fucking digest and shit. <laughs> Why now it's on my phone. Why are all these pages stuck together? <laughs> um, <laughs> in the Gulf Digest. <laughs> <laughs> what do we think of the Lakers? Do you, do you think they're now moving up? I think, do you think they can start start progressing from third last? I think short term bringing in, in Russell and, and Beasley and, and Vanderbilt probably helps. But uh, look, they've, they've got a major problem in the next two years in that LeBron James is going to retire. And and does AD or, even stay there? Or, or LeBron's going to go wherever his son ends up. So. Mm. Mm. Shit creek yep. to be a Lakers fan, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Spurs also shit creek, 10-game losing streak. Just lose Jakob Pertle, who's a handy big man in the NBA, and uh, the Rockets will be gunning for that draft lottery. Yes. All-star game upcoming... I think you should search for that shit or? Yeah, there you go. All right. Western Conference Reserves, Ant Edwards, Darren Fox, Shane the Beam, Scotty, mm-hmm. uh, Paul George, Sh- uh, Shay, Gilgeous, Alexander uh, had a bit to do in that in that uh, def- uh, defeating of the LeBron James Lakers. Jaron Jackson, mm-hmm. first, first time um, All-Star, Dame Lillard. Uh, Lillard. Uh, Laurie Markkinen, the way that he's been playing, my goodness, shoots the three ball for a big man very well. Ja Morant and DeMontis Sabonis. Uh, and then into the Eastern Conference Reserves, Bam Adebayo, um, Jalen Brown, DeMar DeRozan, Joel Embiid, 
Tyrese Halliburton, probably a big reason the Pacers haven't been too bad. Drew Holiday surprises a little. Julius Randle, Pascal Siakam. Um, a few little little surprises there. Did we work out how this works? So these guys don't necessarily play for West or East. They get uh, picked like a school schoolyard. Or the reserves stay and it's the starters they get. Score I picked. Uh, yeah, I think that's how it works. I've got no fucking idea, and it's, it uh, seems okay. Yeah, it's just the player pool. Uh, go back to that picture of the player pool. Does it have all of them in it? No, so I think yeah, no, no, it's got the reserves in it. Yeah, but I think the starters. That's pl- just the pool. It's just it does. It's not split between teams. Yeah, so it's the pool. So they pick the two teams from the whole pool. That's what I'm getting at. I think the starters play, and then I look. I've got no. Fucking uh, idea. I think it's a pool. I think it's a whole pool. How does this do? There you go. Draft work. <laughs> uh, gets the select his squad and then they have the team name after him. We'll have the first pick since he was the overall leading voter. The captains, the captains take, take turns drafting from, from the, the pool, pool of 22 players yeah. voted in the all-star field. Yeah, so this guy at the end of the table. So right. you got to pick your starters, go through your starters and then go through your reserves. Yes. So that, that's that picture you've School got there. Style. The player pool. So that's the pool. So you got to go through the top ones to start with and then you got to go through the uh, – Yep. Having Joel Embiid as a reserve is probably pretty tasty. Mm, I reckon. Mm. It is all stars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. It is. We're talking about the you know, 20, 22 best basketball players. Yeah. Uh, anything else to finish on the basketball? Or should we don't go think, into. No. I don't think so. All stars happens next weekend for next us, weekend. seven days away. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's probably about it. When's the break officially start? Has it started? Uh, it's sort of like four days around it or something. Okay. It's probably a couple of days before, a couple of days after. Right. February 19 is that all-star game. Uh, I sent you guys the, the picture of uh, the Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. The abbreviations is what we're talking about and they put it together closely on the image. SL, UT is the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how I refer to you, but. That's what I often yell <laughs> if I rim out a three putt on a, on a golf course. Get in there. And I'm like, just go home, you yeah. Salt Lake City, comma, Utah. Uh, yes. Et cetera. <laughs> <laughs> Do your own research. Uh, <laughs> uh, into the soccer? Yes. Do we need a Sue? He scored a hat trick the, the other day too, by the way. Indeed. Yes, keeps, keeps going. Manchester City, they've always been cheating bastards. <laughs> India, Manchester City. <laughs> yeah. Cheats, cheats, cheats. No, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, the books are a little bit fudged. Is is my Very fudged, I think. <laughs> I was bit, trying to be diplomatic. Little. I think they were a little bit fudged uh, in their last go-through and then they've done more investigation and gone, oh, holy fuck, these books are uh, – you know, they're, they're, cool. they're the biggest forgeries in, of all time. So, mm. uh, yeah, it sounds – it's to do with – what do they call it? The fair – Fair, fair play. play or it was fair financial play or something like that. Yep. Yep. Anyway, they, there's, there isn't really a salary cap, but they got to kind of, uh, you know, disclose where the money and who the money is and who's paying what. Essentially, there's a Saudi-backed team and they've just been using their own ownership money to pay for it, which – yellow clubs can't do to compete with. So it's meant to be more, I guess, sponsorship and you've got to be um, you know, competitive in that way. Uh, how, be clear on how you're making money and how you're paying players, which by all counts is the reason thing they haven't been doing is how they've been getting money and how they're paying their players. 
Um, and as far back as 2018, 17, 16, I think, like it goes, you know, it's been a long, a long term, um, uh, using extra money that maybe they shouldn't have, mm-hmm. uh, which then has led to the question of what happens. That 2018 date was when they tried to boot them out of the Champions League, I think, for that year. Yep, um, yep. Uh, now it's kind of like, well, what do you do? Do you, do you strip them? Uh, strip them of previously won titles? Unlikely, in my opinion. Uh, do you demote points, you know, make them that can't compete this year, which maybe is a good Good thing from for their opinion. He's like, oh, we're probably not going to win this year. Yeah, we'll happily take that slap on the wrist this year. Um, do they get relegated? Do they have to go play a year down? Again, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't see it. But I think from what I understand from the, you know, the previous legends, the sporting personalities, they have to have some punishment. Otherwise, there's no point to have this rule in place. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yep. You might as well make it a free-for-all. Um, with the clubs with the most money, will then win the league year on year out, which is what? essentially where soccer is at the moment. Yes, yeah, and you look at some. Well, you look at some of the other, uh, you know, top leagues in other countries. That's what happens. So, um, yeah. Do I think much will happen? No, I think they'll probably spend the next five years in court, um, fighting and going back and forth, um, happily tied up, and it'll be f- become a forgotten thing. If they were to be stripped, which again. We don't think he's likely. That no. would be three to Liverpool and three to United. Mm. So every other football fan in England and around the world is like, "Ah, oh, fuck that!" Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like, would they would they announce a winner, or is this no winner that year? Yeah, Melbourne Storm esque. Yes, the, the old asterisk. Exactly, asterisk. No winner yeah. that year. And uh, I, I don't know. I, I feel like the likely outcome will be points this year. Yep. Oh, um, this year. Yeah, like in the current current Premier League, like the, the, where well, they are on the table. That's Arsenal win. Yeah, exactly. So, but how, so how, that, how, that's how, big for Gunners fans true. if that happens. And I think Arsenal, be, what two games in front at the moment? Yeah, and so they, like, they could still, still win it. They still got to play each other. Um, but yeah, maybe it's maybe it's this year. How close are they? Six points. Six points yeah. and and equal games and yeah, both slipped up in the last few weeks, which mm-hmm. uh, which we'll get to. Mm-hmm. They play each other next. I, um, I think they'll get stripped next year. Stripped of what? Points. Okay, so as in like you're going to the next year and you're starting with negative points or something. Like, or, or you can't score points for your first 10, 15 rounds. Remember when the Bulldogs played a year in the NRL and they started on like minus 10 or, or whatever? Yeah, but also they also the year before were first and uh, got all their points stripped and were last. Mm, yes, mm. That, yeah, that, that is true. So Again, maybe about, it's not lock for like, but... Yeah, I kind of feel like they, they might strip them a bunch of points here, not to the point where they get relegated, but, you know, put them out of contention, write them off mm. this year, and then they come back and compete next year. And you know how to play Champions League for the first time in years. Yep. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to ask, like, how does this all affect Champions League and all well, that it's, as well? It's, like, it's, it's the four. Um, is, yeah. there, is there other sort of... Um, well, yeah, it's probably more of an EPL thing than anything else. Mm. Spurs probably be licking their lips. They've been yeah. a little bit underwhelming. Mm-hmm. Mm. Did beat Manchester City last week. Mm-hmm. You know they've uh, they've never lost to City in that new stadium in that mm. Tottenham Hotspur stadium. Yeah. Newcastle obviously it continues that uh, oil money is uh, is doing a little bit yeah little bit for them. Might have to check their books. <laughs> See where they are. Uh, I think they've just been very good at not losing games. That's probably the caveat. That yeah, they're, yeah. They've only lost one. Yeah. Uh, and what about uh, this mid-table? I like to see Brighton, Fulham 
Brentford up and about. You know who's been the best team in 2023? Not Forest. You'd love mm-hmm. to see it. You'd yeah. love to see it. You know who's been the worst team in 2023? No, I don't talk about it. Liverpool. <laughs> Oh, I'm, yeah. Everton might be giving them a run for the money. No, it's literally <laughs> lived it. So, since January 1. The, oh, this year. Sorry. Yes, yes, yes. The worst team yeah. in the APL is Liverpool. How's that? Ooh. I just don't know what's going wrong at the moment. They've got one win in their last five, unlike, say, uh, Bournemouth. Couldn't couldn't replace Mane. No, yeah, true. Klopp, uh, I don't know, like deservedly – could they could come last for two years? He should be there given their success. But uh, again, we, we talk about the windows in sport, and again, closing of, of said windows. Mm. And I think they've they've won everything that that they will win given that 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 team. Mm. Yeah, but then you know they're they're a big club with cash to burn, so they can probably um, they'll recover. They're, they're real big. They're they'll real recover team, better like. better than you know say a fucking Brentford. Well, would. yeah. Speaking of which, you look at Chelsea. They spent six hundred million dollars um, during the last transfer window. Yeah. So yeah, and Man City's <laughs> like, see, <laughs> yeah. you see what these guys yeah, are doing. Yeah. You see what these guys. Where, where are they getting their money from? Mm. So, yeah. uh, Russian oligarchs. I think he sold the team. I think he did. Yes. Bend into Dallas. Uh, what have they got? Seventeen more rounds. Yep. Yep. Good mass. Quick mass. Sixteen. So, you know, seventeen. Still a lot can happen. Well, it 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 all essentially is going to, um, it's going to be a result of whatever the ruling is around this Manchester yeah. City. And I feel like they won't get one anytime soon. I don't think they'll get points tripped this year because I because I know I'm pretty sure from that uh, the last one from that Champions League getting them booted out. Um, that went to court. I think it spent like eighteen months before it then got thrown out. Um, you know, go find more evidence and investigation, and that's kind of where they got to this point. Four years later, um, so if anything, yeah, it's going to spend years in courts um, before there's a- any kind of official ruling. Um, is my take on that. That'll get us into our on the esky final round. You want to go um, top of the card backwards, off the notes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll start with the main one. UFC 284 we're talking about in Perth. Just completed. It was why we were a little bit late. Um, watching our boy Volkanovski, Alexander the Great, um, mm. trying to push his case to, to, well, maybe even GOAT status, like getting the light, yeah, light belt yeah. and being mm. – um, uh, a dominant chip. Unfortunately, it falls a little bit short. He was so close. He was so close. We watched the fight all five rounds. Uh, that's the first time that Islam Markachev has been taken to five rounds ever in his career. And we thought, maybe, you know, with our Aussie goggles on, that uh, Volk won three and five yep. handedly. Yep. So I suppose the judges have scored the first, second, and maybe fourth rounds to uh, Islam. Yeah. One judge gave all four gave four rounds to Islam, and I, th- I he's on crack. That. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like forty nine, forty six. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm sorry. I can't accept that. Forty eight, forty seven. Markachev, fair. Yeah, we could say fair. fair. Control the ground. Control. Yeah, well, I, I think round one and two definite for Islam. Three and five was definite for Volk for me. The fourth was the debatable one about how you score that because mm-hmm. there was the takedown mm-hmm. for Islam, and he had ground control for four minutes and did nothing with it. Um, but then also Volk couldn't escape from from that position. But they didn't improve or change anything. It's just 
I, I guess in that regards, yeah, you probably lean it towards Islam because he had the position and controlled it for the the, the, the whole round, but it, it was a, a nothing round essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, if if I could, I probably wouldn't have given it to either of them. Yeah, maybe we do a draw well, and then we'll run get, it back. We'll get into that. Because, uh, yeah, that's probably a fair way to run that back. But There's, it, there's, not, there's not a, a planet in this solar system or, or in the universe mm. in which 49, 46 makes sense. Yeah, I agree. Mm. I'm sorry. I agree. I'm an Aussie. Of course, I've got a vested interest. Mm. I'll cop 48, 47 on the chin, mm-hmm. but I, I, I just don't know how, how you could score that 49, 46. And then that, that begs the discussion around UFC judging uh, and is, is there better ways and maybe we don't get into it this podcast. Yeah, but, it's uh, pretty terrible. I think there's been some recent decisions as well that haven't been real great. No, but it kind yeah. of, you kind of get that. You get the ups and downs of like, yeah, you get a decent card and then, oh, there's some bad decisions and then. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, th- that's the rhetoric. You, you, you don't don't let it go to the judge's decision. Take it out of their hands. And and Volk had the opportunity to do that in that fifth round when he had that mount and he was grounded and pounding, mm, trying he, his best. But yeah. he could have he could have finished and and put it out of the judge's hands. There. Yeah, maybe need another minute just to trying to work in a better mm. position. Just didn't have enough time, I guess, to finish and to to kind of lay lay the groundwork. But yeah, yeah, uh, but it was. You know, great visual. That that's how the fight ended with Islam standing above. No, sorry, with Volk standing above Islam, raining down shots um, mm. after five rounds. And uh, damage wise, yeah, I've, it looked more like uh, Islam was a bit more beat up on the face because of it. So mm. it was an, it was a great fight. It was, you know, elite from both sides of it. Um, you could see how much bigger the Islam was uh, of Volk and Volk really. To his credit, it was just like I'm here to challenge myself. I'm here to push myself. I've dominated the featherweight division and I've come up to the to fight the big boys and um, showed that he could compete. He's pound for pound second best fighter in the world uh, as of this this fight. Mm. His rank is probably a, a flip now. Mm. Post this, um, pushed him to five rounds. No one's ever done that. Guy that you know most people thought was uh, the next Khabib. Um, you know, pushed. Did did things to Islam that no one could ever do to Khabib as a nah. comparison. Yep. Um, mm. You know, fought through the wrestling, got out of those positions. Um, was you know had some bad spots, but never looked super in danger that he was going to lose the fight. No. Nah. Um, and then maybe got the better on that on the feet. So he can hold his head high. Oh, no, no one, no Aussie is disappointed in watching that effort from nah. from Volkanovski. Nah. And you know, give Islam his credit as well. He did yeah, what he yeah. do. He definitely looked more powerful when he was landing shots, especially earlier in the fight. Um, Volk did wear like work his way through that, and then I think was better in the back half of the fight. Um, mm. But you know, um, Islam's game plan was good. Uh, he did what he needed to do to win rounds and to win that fight. Um, for a fight that you know, Volk historically goes to decisions. Like, if that was always the game plan, like, hey, we knew there's going to be a long fight. Mm. Um, let's make sure we win the earlier rounds, which he did, um, and yep. then make it very hard for the judges to give um, Volk, um, you know, their home field advantage in their decisions. The mm. crowd has to play into it. It was a great crowd too, and they were, of course, yeah. not happy. But yeah. we'll just. And again, not not taking anything anything away from Markachev, but everything on social seems to lean towards Volk being robbed as well. Um, I, I don't see it as a, Ro- like, it's rob- not the worst yeah. robbery. Rob- yeah. Robbery is a strong word, isn't it? Yeah. It is. It was a close fight. I think 
I'd probably lean more towards a draw. Just I wouldn't have rated that fourth oh, round. Draw. <laughs> but no, I was just saying it was it was clearly two two. That fourth round was just mm. nothing. Mm. You just, I just wouldn't give it to either of them. That's kind of that's how yeah. I would have judged it. I would have gone. There was just nothing. Scratch the fourth round, go to the sixth round. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll draw up. Let's go over time. Let's have a, a sixth round. <laughs> I could see, you know, uh, Volk, of course, got to do a job, go back, defend his belt. If he does that, Islam keeps his track. Then uh, there's no reason why they can't fight again. No. Very much like um, Although Nunes Volk, and Well, what and does Bakachev have Volk, to prove, though? But Volk he said he might, he might go back to featherweight and, you know, I was talking about, you know, he, Rodriguez. Yeah, and, he's, and, he's, and he said he's got to do yeah. the job, but he said I'm not done on the lightweight division either. He did so, so, so Markachev should fight someone else. And exactly. Then, and then, yeah. he, he doesn't if want if he wins. He, he, he doesn't want does. the winner of Chandler and um, McGregor because like yeah. that's um, that's the fight for uh, which is the, the money ultimate fighter. That's a money. That's a money fight. Yeah. yeah. Chandler's well lost. He's one and one and four or something like that, or one and three in his last four. Mm. Um, so no, it'll be one of those guys in two and three in that spot, ready to go. Probably mm. Dustin, um, maybe, um, or they run it back with Oliveira. So we'll, we'll see. Or if Oliveira gets a good win, yeah, that's kind of where I think it is. Maybe a couple of fights, they go away, they fix their divisions up, and then again, it's a little like, hey, they're pound for pound one and two. Let's sort it out again. Mm. Um, so who's improved in the last eighteen months? Maybe, mm. uh, and then yeah, we get to run it back. So we'll see. Mm. Let us know what you think in the comments. Uh, if you think Volk was robbed or if Makachev probably just a little bit better on the day. I'll tell you what, what I can say, hand of my heart, is Volk is maybe one of the uh, – I'm trying to say this delicately – sickest, sickest – see you next Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> Athletes in Australia because he's yeah. so he's yeah. so humble and he takes on challenges and and fights yeah. guys that are four inches taller than him. Yeah, he might be not making as much money as some of the guys in the NBA, etc. But or like um, we didn't even cover even we didn't even cover Melanta, you know, playing left tackle for the Eagles. Mm. Like, um, Goodbye, an NRL club. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> yeah, for for Volker the athlete, for the guy mm. that kind of pushing and challenging himself to try and. Take his game to another level after mm. being such a dominant champion. Um, you know, all full credit to him. Love Definitely. Let's roll through the rest of the card. Uh, Featherweight has a interim champion that is mm. Yair Rodriguez defeating Josh Emmett. Uh, they were exchanging in the in the first round, and then mm. uh, Yair caught him in the triangle. Uh, the first time ever that Josh mm. Emmett gets submitted, and the first time that Yair. Gets a submission. Um, Interesting when a guy that's predominantly striking focused is able to submit. Does that make that a little bit scary or do you think Volk goes down there and takes care of business? It'd be interesting because I guess if you do the the USC or mixed martial arts math, you know, he, Rodriguez losing to Holloway, Holloway losing multiple times to Volk. Um, mm. the, yeah, maybe he's got it already kind of over him. But, you know, as we we're just talking about, who makes the improvements, who changes, adding submission game as well to, you know, mm. I, I think that fight would be striking, in my opinion, just mm. the, the way it kind of will, will go down. Um, well, Volk hold his, held his own against Markachev. Oh, didn't he? Yeah. In the wrestling. Yeah, side over the of same, it, so. same thing. It was like, well, now can, yeah. what, what's Volk's ground game looking like? Can you even get that there? So, mm. yeah. 
it's another uh, elite fight and you know yeah. a good division so. just great that they're all just upskilling just making it everything so much more competitive that mm-hmm. just that next level mm-hmm. agree welterweight uh jack della madalena defeats randy brown it was a good night outside of the main event uh, it was it was a mm-hmm. good night for the aussies uh he probably gonna shoot up a little bit in the in the rankings did you catch much of this mugs did, did he call out Paddy the Batty after his fight? I think I saw that. I think he did. I think yeah, he did. That'd be interesting in the welterweight division. They're kind of in the similar sort of spot. Be a bit of cash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which one was this one? Uh, third, 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 third fight. Third fight from me. Yeah. I was zoning in and out of fights. I can't remember all of them. Um, nope. No, I didn't catch much of this one. He submitted him? Submitted him, yep. Uh, red naked. Yeah, there's huge, um, huge raps on, on Jack as well. There's a potential... Future star for this reign, like future champion yep. kind of thing for Australia. Mm. So we'll have to see. Stack division, yeah, definitely. Yeah, well to wait, yeah, it is. It is, yeah. Heavyweight Justin Taffer getting the job done on yep. Parker Porter. He knocked him out within Did a minute. Did see this one? <laughs> <laughs> hey, just a, just a classic heavyweight. Yeah. Overhand, just clocked him, and yeah, job's done. Job's bit of, done. Bit of brouhaha. Yeah. And then I guess we've got to talk about Jimmy Crute, our light heavyweight. Um, Fighting out a draw in a fight, I guess he would have lost without the points deduction. Yes. So the way that it works in the um, UFC is it's majority rules from mm-hmm. from the judges. Mm-hmm. So two judges scored at twenty eight twenty eight, which means twenty nine twenty eight. Yeah. It's well twenty eight twenty eight. It has to be so a that, draw. So so they've ruled two rounds to one, and the other dude ran, was three all three rounds to his opponent. Um, but because of the the points deduction, that kind of that's the equaliser there. So, what's your thoughts around that? If if uh, you know we don't want to have draws so much in this sport, we have draws fuck all. It's it is rare, it is rare, but it's it's not like I was saying amongst pre-show. It's not like um, soccer if you have a nil all draw and then you play. You know, yep. on yep. Wednesday night in the FA Cup, yep. and then yep. played next weekend. Play him again in it's, a few more rounds. It's four, five, six months of preparation for it to end in a draw is a little bit disappointing for both the fighter and the viewer. I would think. Um, does, does the uh, UFC start we've, to we've, think? We've seen some AFL draws in the in the finals, and they play it the week following week, and, and then they change the rules straight away. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as disappointing as it is, it's like that's the game, like. Obviously, neither fighter really had the upper hand on the other fighter. Well, yeah. they, they, by by the judges there, the um, uh, Alonso would have won this fight. Uh, but but I guess it was the grabbing of the cage for that points deductions enough to edge him that he would have won that round. Like, is it you, know, you get so much an advantage of a position um, that that it's. You know, leading to him winning the round, so that points deduction means he's not winning that round. Mm. Which then, of course, in this point, leads leads to this draw. Um, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't. Know. I you could talk about judging and scoring for a long time. I think using the boxing kind of scoring in a uh, in a thing that's way more dim- dimensional than uh, say boxing yeah. is now. And and, uh, and that and can be a whole nother podcast. Yeah, three judges about, yeah. versus mm. do you do five, do you do ten, do you do um, crowd scoring or some shit like that. Fox <laughs> um, the new champion <laughs> if, that's, if, if yeah. that's the fucking chat. But I, it is what it is for now and I don't – and I understand that how it ends up the way it did. 
Um, would mm. I get rid of draws? Probably not. Um, do I think the majority draw, like here where it's two judges, had the draw and one had the victor? I think that I'm happy with that. That kind of makes sense. Um, you know, it's still it's still two judges versus one. Um, I've, yeah, overall judging and scoring, look at it. They probably run it back, maybe. Usually with a draw, yeah, they do run it back. And uh, shout out to Jamie Malaki on the undercard defeating French and Francisco Prado, uh, another Aussie to to get a win on the night. So pretty successful night, really, on uh, on the Aussies' yeah. mm. behalf. Uh, you got uh, some scoring there's there. There's a scorecard for Archevin. Volkanovski. Gonna have to zoom in here for our eyes. Oh, sorry, I just liked I just liked said <laughs> post. So Judge One scored it. Yeah. Markachev, Markachev, Volk, Markachev, Volk. That's what we're saying. Judge two, this is the judge that yeah. like seriously, can can we get a drug test on this guy? <laughs> so he gave the third round to Islam as well, which was the difference. And then in- nine, 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 ten. And then the last lay, judge was lay the off same. a crack, bro. Last judge was safe. <laughs> and th- well, and that's that's what I that's watching well, it live. We thought three yeah. and five Volk, yeah, and then coin flip, yeah, yeah. And then the fourth, yeah, the fourth round was the how how would you score it? And they've scored it in favor of Islam. Understandable. That second judge is fuck, man. That's <laughs> yeah. I don't see how you'd see that third round for uh, maybe because I because Volk got the knockdown in that round. The wrestling was kind of comparable. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it felt like Volk was starting to take over that fight in the third round. That's why I, I yeah also give him that round. But um, anyway, second Anybody's, judge is a Putin cuck. Do I finish off with the golf? <laughs> sure. Don't come after me, yeah. flat. Uh, waste management in Phoenix, one of the biggest uh, regular season. Tournaments yep. in the PGA happens to be in the same place that the fucking Super Bowl happens. I was going to say Arizona's got a big this week, dude. Could you imagine boys' weekend? <laughs> <laughs> Friday, maybe go play, play around. You know, yeah. eighteen, lose a few balls. You know, oh, fuck, oh, the, the the course got the better of me. Not not my swing. Um, <laughs> Saturday, you go you go to the golf. Twenty thousand that that congregate around the sixteenth. Uh, you yeah. know, one of the the pinnacle sort of golf events that, that that gets around, and then Sunday you go to the Super Bowl. A, you probably need to be cashed up to do that. Just a little bit. B, you probably need to be able to back up three days on the beards, which I can't do these days. <laughs> but the sentiment is nice. The, sen- the, the sentiment is nice. Uh, Phoenix would be absolutely popping off this weekend. Uh, can we get a leader? I think Scotty Chef was doing pretty well. Yep, he leads uh, by two shots. Uh, from this Taylor bloke from Canada who, hand on heart, never fucking heard of him. Mm. Uh, and, then, and then, yeah, that. you sort of more sort of household names in Ram and Spieth and uh, Sandish Shafili sort of come in. Jason Day. Jason Day, he was doing a bit. He's probably oh, – look, he's, only, he's only four shots. You never know. Yeah, anyway. You never know. Um, and, and then they start to drop mm. off a little bit. Uh, but mm. how good so, – so tomorrow morning, if you wanted to, you could wake up early here, Australian time. Watch, uh, watch the fourth day of the Waste Management Open in Phoenix into the Super Bowl. It'd be real shame <laughs> if you had to work. Yes. Real uh, shame, boys. Real shame. Yeah. And then yeah. Uh, a little bit of rugby league. We like to talk about rugby league on this podcast. A lot of trials underway. I, uh, I did watch back my Dragons against uh, St. Helens. 
Look, they lost by two tries against uh, three-time, I think, in a row, Super League champs. They played essentially their their, their full squad. Their fullback is very, very good. They have a Lomax. We have a Lomax. Quite confusing if you're listening and not watching. Uh, you know, Lomax put someone in. Yeah! <laughs> For St. Helens. No. no. <laughs> uh, the Dolphins, uh, I think they're playing right now up there yep. uh, against North Queensland. So, obviously, a lot of speculation. You know, how's Milford going to go? Uh, their forward pack seems okay. Their spine, mm. maybe not so much. Uh, mm. I suppose time will tell. Mm. Um, tough, tough trial against the Cowboys as well. Could you imagine playing up there this time of the year? Yeah. Bunch of young fellas. Fuck yeah. all of For that. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Uh, but I guess the, the big match was the Indigenous All-Stars. Getting the win last night, 28-24. Um, I like the fact that they've gone away from in the last few years, you know, it used to be NRL All-Stars and now and now because it's, it's, it, it, it's a Mary All-Stars. Yeah. That's right. I think they're playing for, you know, all the players are playing for their culture. It probably means a little bit more, you know, on a personal level. Mm-hmm. A very good game mm-hmm. of, uh, of rugby league played there in Rotorua, the first time I think that they've ever um, hosted – um, uh, doing a job of Yeah, Cop, yeah. He, he's good, man. Like, for whatever, you know, dumb shit happened last year, Selwyn Cobbo is a fucking elite rugby league player. Um, and looking at, looking at these team lists, I thought Indigenous 1 through 7 is so good, but I, I didn't think they had the pack to, to mm-hmm. get the job done. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and it turns out they do. But, yeah, you, you, got, you got to look at the halves. Look at the halves. Cody Walker... And Nico Hines mm. up against, with respect, Zach Docker, Clay, and Paul Turner. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe that's that's the way that you've got to look at it. Uh, a little bit sort of spoken about this week: Jack Whiten, Trell Mitt, bit of at, wrestling outside of a Canberra establishment. That's wrestling. Just wrestling. That's what it seemed like. Just yeah, a bit yeah, of wrestling. Just a bit of wrestling. Obviously. Uh, you know, the NRL doesn't give two fucks. <laughs> 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 See uh, the video? Yeah, there was there was nothing in it. They, they, I think the coppers just wanted to shut it down in case it escalated. Mm. Um, and then Latrell was staying was was meant to stay with Jack, so Jack was like, "If you're taking him, you got to re- arrest me as well." Um, so you know, sticking with his with his cousin essentially, and mm. and they you know, got got taken off and then released, and they both went back to his place and. Had, had a nap and then got on the plane the next day to, to go play in this game. So, <laughs> and, and won. Yeah, and won. So, yeah. you know, I think it was a bit of, bit of nothing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, a bit of, bit, of, bit of alphas, you know, getting in a bit of wrestling and it got out of hand. Yeah, 4 a.m. wrestling. Yeah, yeah. If that's it's, a criminal, it's happened fucking twice. throw me in jail. Yeah. <laughs> Never 4 a.m., probably normally 9 p.m. Uh, for mine. Uh, yours is usually bad mouth and. Um, coppers, uh, that was one time, <laughs> <laughs> and it was like ten years. Ago. <laughs> yeah, I know it was ages. Ago. I don't before, know. B- when before you had common sense, yeah, yeah. I have it now. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think my father has ever been so disappointed, <laughs> and I've given him a lot to be disappointed about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, boys. Uh, thank you for Zipod. That will thank do you. us. Uh, obviously, massive. Super Bowl tomorrow. Can mm-hmm. Australia turn it around against India? I hope so. Hope so. My rational brain says probably not. Yeah. Um, what have we got? NBA All Stars. We've got footy around mm-hmm. the corner. Yeah. That, has there a bargaining agreement yet? Uh, I don't 
think so. No, there's right. not. No, there's no pen to paper. Give it a week. We'll have to talk about that next week. Yeah, I think that's they're getting close to their. And they were delaying kickoffs. I think that was their big flex. Mm. Yeah, I think they kind of backtracked on all of that. I know who backtracked. Uh, players. Yeah, because uh, literally all they got left is striking if they don't get what they want. So. Yeah, <laughs> then those 160 players from the US yes, yeah. coming over. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah. how many forward passes we getting, bro? I don't know. Uh, Derek Henry's playing edge for the Dragons. <laughs> I'd take it. Fucking up. Fucking up. He might yeah. not play the full 80, but you get him on there for 30. Oh, be. yeah. King, King, you want to come play 12 for the Dragons? Yeah. We'll, we'll give you 300 grand. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Uh, um, thank you to anyone that has contributed in their live comments. We do appreciate the love. I think we'll be back next week. That's yeah. a general consensus. Yeah. Still yep. work your time out. Uh, hopefully we we're watching cricket live and it's not. We were hoping fun. today. Yeah, yeah we were. We didn't we, we didn't were. cover it a two and a half two and a bit day test. Like didn't think about that one. Yeah. yeah, it's a bit unfortunate. What you need to do is have your expectations and have your reality separated, boys, because <laughs> that's what your wife said. <laughs> She's been saying that for fucking twelve years, mate. <laughs> I know. Uh, you set me up there. Uh, Poor thing. The value. Uh, LeBron is very good at basketball. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hopefully Australia learn how to play spin in the next four days and we'll talk about rugby league and AFL in the coming weeks. Yeah, That's yes, it. Yes. Righto. Thank yeah. you. Bye. See you next time. Catch ya. Bye.